Wait, no, I'm messaging Tanya back. I gotta message her about my headshots. Your headshots? The ones where you had hair? The ones are- Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Hi, Tanya. Back podcast. I'm Rachel. I'm Riley. Um, I it's my week. It's Riley's week. We don't have any updates except that uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, the 17th, because this comes out on the 8th. On Saturday, yeah. the 17th, I'll be performing in a cabaret type fundraiser for the Yay. Biden Harris campaign that my friend Tanya, who listens to the podcast, is putting together. Tanya's yeah, super, Tanya. super cool, and I'm super excited about it. And I'm singing dream roll songs because I'm a dumb slut who can't help but sing dream roll songs. <laughs> Dream so, roll. Dream roll. <laughs> so uh, I'll be posting information about that, not only on my personal accounts, but also on the Grab Bag podcast account since I talked about it and now I have to. Yeah, ha. now you actually have to. Ha ha. Ha. Publicity to our Publicity. 300 followers. Woo! Take that, Abigail Breslin. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about it, to be completely honest. Abigail Breslin is not mentioned enough. In my Abigail Breslin doesn't live in our heads rent free. She has to Sorry. pay rent if she wants to be there. Literally, I guess I think weed might. <laughs> we might live in her fr- head. I think rent-free we do live in her because head she's rent-free. the one that co- she's oh, she's the one that got God. salty. She got so bad. She was so upset. she got so fucking she was salty. So fucking upset. She's it- lime green jello. Shut up, Jennifer. Cross out needy, bitch. You're needy. You're. Ne- oh. <gasps> you did not just say I'm needy. <laughs> Rachel. I'm Jennifer. <laughs> I'm the one who would be inhabited by a demon. Check your fucking privilege, Riley. Also, I'm getting glasses. Because <laughs> one of the reasons Riley's needy is because they both wear like the hard rimmed glasses. <laughs> I hate you so much. Just because I'm needy, just because I wear glasses. And you're needy, Lesnecki. No. That's her last name. I, that stupid last name. Uh, They really did her dirty in that It's plot. like Polish. They did her Are dirty. you saying the polls are stupid, Riley? No, I'm this just, just in. Riley that hates the polls. Really does not. Naked. Yeah, that's what you said. Les necky. Oh, that doesn't sound as stupid. <laughs> this just in. Riley not only hates the Polish, but she has one brain cell, and it is on vacation. It's it's in your head. Which is bad, because it's Riley's week. It is my week, but I do have all my uh, stuff with me today. Uh, there's nine pages to the document, um, because. I'm going to be talking about holidays this week. What specific holidays? Which holidays, Riley? Pagan holidays. Pagan holidays. Sorry, right, you can't just say I holidays. Forget. People are going to be like, where's the Easter bunny? When's the Easter bunny coming in? And then I got to well, explain well, that the Easter bunny. <laughs> okay, we, we'll talk about that when we get there. I know, but you can't, you can't, I can't just, just say, say holidays, holidays. Because not everyone thinks of pagan yes. holidays when they and, first think of holidays. And Riley, Riley also has a little, little something special for us. Which I will take up another something. half of the episode, but we'll talk about that when we we'll get, get there. there. But it's a little surprise it's a little to surprise. everyone that hasn't talked to um, me in the past four days. Yeah. Also, like, some. So Riley saw, like, Zaid at school, and Zaid listens to every episode, and by Hi, the way, Zaid. I fucking love you, Zaid. Um,. <laughs> But so like I don't I don't know if Zaid really enjoys the witch stuff or listens to it or is like excited for it. But Zaid, you will be excited for the second half, half of, this. of this episode, <laughs> and I know it for sure. Like there is zero percent of me that know that doesn't think that you. There are a hundred percent of me thinks you will like this. I don't know where I was going with Honestly, all those negatives. If you don't like witchcraft, that's fine. 
skip to the middle of skip this to episode. the middle of this episode skip to it because honestly i put there in is too something, much work there's something for the more special thing yeah for it not to be broadcast into the world all right <laughs> into the woods it's time to go so we're gonna so uh the holidays are represented by the wheel of the year in paganism right okay so what is the wheel of the year like calendar yeah kind of okay it's it's just like holidays ag- across the year just meaning different in a stuff. circle in a circle Yes, you have to okay. explain things, right? Because I, this is not a visual medium, as I have to tell you almost every episode. Every time I have to explain something, bro. Every time Riley has to explain something, it's just... Because I'm drawing circles in the air, I'm putting, like, I'm doing whole things. Because I'm a visual learner, because I'm an idiot, so... That doesn't make you an idiot, it just means you're a different type of learner, but it also but means I, you're bad at being I'm on podcasts. <laughs> you wanted me here. Did I? I think you did. As the owner of 90% of this company... Hey! You're right. I understand, but you could kick me off at any time. I could kick you off at any time. You could. You are every to to quote the infamous Abby Lee Miller. Everyone is replaceable. So she said, "What's the problem, baby? What's the problem? I don't know. Well, maybe I'm in love. <laughs> I think about it every time. I think about it. Can't stop thinking about it." Casually sings Counting Crows while Riley's having a breakdown. <laughs> I'm not even having a breakdown. I'm just stressed. I Rachel's not even, like, drunk or anything. This is just how she is right I'm now. I'm just tired. You didn't have to work today. But I worked the past two days in a row. Three so. days in a row. Oh, I forgot about Sunday. And then I didn't work on Saturday, but I worked Friday, too. Oh, that's nasty. Anyway, uh, that's, an ar- that's some nasty stuff. Um, anyway, so we're going to start off with Samhain. All right, it's fe- it sounds weird, but and you were coming for the Polish. I I was coming for the Polish a little bit. I'm sorry, Polish. If you're from Poland, I'm sorry. You if you're know from what? Poland, you have the right to slap Riley once without warning. People are just gonna find Polish he- heritage now. People are gonna literally find Polish. I am point six percent Polish, so it means I get you're one free, free slap, slap at, at Riley, Riley. Robbins. <laughs> It's like people. It's like white girls who are like, I'm one quarter Native American, or no, not even my, one quarter. That makes you. Great, that makes you really Native American. My great great grandmother was a Cherokee princess. <laughs> I am point zero six percent Native American, so I can wear the headdresses. No, no you, you can't. can't. <laughs> that, honey, 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 honey. That's not tradition. That's a tragedy. Something bad happened there. That's not appreciation. That's appropriation. Check yourself. Something bad happened there. That's also a closed practice. Yes. Not uh, anyway, but like anyway, but let's continue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's also. I mean, it's also the same way. Like I'm point eight black. You don't get to say the. You N-word. don't get to say the N word. You don't get to say you the N word. You do not get to say the N word. Anyway. Uh. So Samhain. Samhain is spelled S A M H A I N. I'm spelling it out with my hand, even though I'm reading it. Yes, but you said it out loud. But so I that said counts. it out loud. You didn't. So I I don't know man I don't know man I'm a, I'm a nightmare. So, Samhain represents the beginning of the wheel of the year. Okay. So it talks about death and rebirth. Yes. Uh, and it's on October thirty first. Heyo. So when I okay when I saw Hosier on Halloween last year with Mariana hi Mariana, um he <laughs> talked a lot about Samhain, uh because yeah. he's Irish and mystical. Yeah. I love Hosier. But that's why he, he read us some poetry and uh, he and his entire crew um, uh, did the Dia de los Muertos uh, face paintings, which was very nice because he's like, and we researched the culture and everything because 
a respectful king. Respectful king. Respectful king. But Hozier talked a lot about sewing, and I was like, I just, Hozier, do you want to get married? I don't think our zodiacs are compatible. I'm pretty sure he's like a Virgo. I thought he was a Virgo. We we literally covered this on one of the podcast gut. episodes. Yeah, I think he's a male Virgo. No, not Horns a male Virgo. They might both be male Virgos. Oh my god. Ooh, why do I do this? Oh my god. They're both Irish. God, Rachel. Collins god, Rachel Colleen, which has one type, and it's it's Virgo <laughs> Irish men. men, not even women, men. men. You got to be both Virgo and Irish. No, he's a Pisces. Oh, worse. that's worse. Uh, <laughs> that's worse for you. Wait, no, he's a Pisces. He's kind of cuspy Pisces. He's March 17th. He's getting closer to the end of Pisces. I mean, like, no, that's still Pisces, though. Fuck me. That's still hard I mean, Hosier, if you want to, I'm here for it. It would be, like, in the 20s where it's starting to get, like... How old is he? Weird in the degrees. He turns 31 next year. Happy birthday, Hosier. Anyway, so... This is this holiday is also typically known as Halloween because the Christians kind of stole it. Sorry. Oh I'm, no, the Christians oh, are the mad Christians. at me. The I don't give a fuck. Okay, I'm gonna be completely honest. Y'all stole a, everything, everything from pagan culture. So, well, yeah, Jesus was like a Virgo, Virgo. or something. Jesus yeah. was a Virgo. He was born in September. Yeah, exactly. And they just had it aligned with the celebrations already there, but took them over. That's appropriate. And, and literally, what they mean. So in Christian culture, Halloween is a time where you can where you're supposed to scare like the demons away by wearing scary costumes or yeah. or disguising yourself so that demons don't come after you. Aren't pumpkins and yams supposed to absorb negative negativity too or something like that? I don't know. I heard something something like that once and I it it, it stayed vaguely in the con- in the background of my brain. I don't know. Um but sure. Um but Halloween is all about dressing up as who you want to be for the new year. You know, dressing up as the person you would like to be. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you want to be, like, a doctor or something in the coming up years, dress as a doctor, you know? Like, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, And I have been going as a witch for the past three years by complete accident because it was easy. Um, So, ways you can celebrate Halloween. Hell, yeah. Let's go. So, dressing up as the person you would like to be. Taking a meditative walk in a, na- in a natural area near your home. Um, and experience yourself as part of the circle of life and reflect on death and rebirth as being a part of nature. Mm-hmm. Um, you can decorate your home with Samhain seasonal symbols, which is orange and black. Aut- autumn wreaths on the front door displays of pumpkins, corn stalks, gourds, acorns, apples. They're just ha- Halloween. Halloween it's Halloween it's stuff. Halloween if you stuff. think of Halloween, you're, you're at Samhain. Just make it a little more meditative. Uh, you can pray at your ancestors' altar if you have one. Mm-hmm. Um, you can feast. The Feast of the Dead with the altar nearby and give offerings. Love it. Uh, very much like the Day of the Dead. I would say that's very Dia de los Muertos. Even yeah. though pretty much... Is it Dia de los Muertos extended into it the first? extended into the first and second, second maybe? I, I, I know um, for sure, like, because it's a longer celebration of heritage and culture yes. and ancestry. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, So I think it's multiple things. But we're stupid, so don't take anything don't we take say on Dia de los Muertos. We lived here yeah, our no. whole lives, but, like, but, obviously yeah. we comprehend nothing. And also, I give dates... For uh, each holiday, but they do go like a date a couple of days before and a couple of days after, depending just on the date, just because of the year and how things work out and how you celebrate and or how you, and celebrate. How you practice, not celebrate, how you, how you practice. practice. So, like, if you want to do it under a certain moon phase, you can wait until that certain moon phase around mm. that time. Uh, stuff like that. Um, you can learn about your family history. You can go to a cemetery. You can go to cemetery and visit a loved one. Um, you can do bonfire magic. 
And you can seek and reflect on guidance for the year to come. Love that for us. So you can do like a tarot spread and like what's coming up. Ooh, I might do that because I have a 12 year spread or 12 year, 12 month spread that I've been itching yeah, to Yeah, that would be a great time to do around mm-hmm. Samhain. Yeah. Um, especially because they're the blood moon. They're oh, the blue moon. Yeah. They're the blue moon this October 31st of the blue moon and it's and I'm so excited also for those of y'all who haven't followed me on TikTok yet um oh, I'm threatening so I I've been stagnant at like six thousand and a half followers uh meaning like no more people have been follow, following me but or like I'll get two followers but lose one stuff like yeah, that stuff like that um so I'm threatening to go into my super haunted basement which is a TikTok that got 38k likes yeah. Um, it blew up. It blew up. Uh, but I'm threatening to go into my basement and show the TikTok people my haunted ass basement on Halloween during a blood moon or during a, a full moon. moon. A blue moon. Sorry. A blue moon. I said blood moon by accident. I know. And then, and then you put it in my head, you little shit. Sorry. So if you haven't followed me on TikTok yet, it's Ray Robbins and we can all go see my haunted basement together. All right. I have a lot of things planned Halloween. Yeah. TikTok and this podcast. So stick yeah. around. That's going to be a special Halloween podcast episode. Ooh. Which Ooh. Riley does not know about I do not yet. know about it at all. But and, I've I've been, and I, this is the first time I'm hearing about it too. So hi guys. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. So. Oh, cool. Neat. So now we have to do it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, You can also do spells if you're a practicing witch. Yes. You can do spell work. Uh, You can do them for any of these holidays. It's just I'm saying it now so I can don't have to say it later. Um, And then we move on to Yule. Yule. Winter Take solstice. a guess. What the fuck what that holiday? is. What holiday do you think? That's. I'll give you time. I'm going to wait. It's fucking Christmas. It's Christmas. Um, <laughs> that's why it's like, around Christmas Sorry time. Sorry to anyone who doesn't celebrate Christmas, but the Christians took this holiday from, from us, us as, as well. well. Um, they really took all of the they t- they left all the summer holidays alone. They just took like ev- they took like half of the other holidays. So, uh, so that's why you hear like Yule time, and yeah. you're like, what? What's Yule? The this is Yule. Yule. This is Yule. Uh, Yule talks about renewal and hope. Um. The days that you celebrate it are from, like, December 21st to, like, January 1st-ish. How pissed off do you think our scary religious German grandmother would be if we brought our tarot cards to Christmas dinner and offered to read them in the spirit of Yule? Very upset. Very upset. She would be very upset. If... Let me figure out what my Venmo is. Because if you want me... If you dare me to do this, Venmo me money. (laughs) If I if I get Venmoed a total of twenty dollars, twenty dollars, I will do it for the cheap. If I get Venmoed a total of twenty dollars, by the time Christmas rolls around, or Yule, or Yule, I mean our Christmas celebration with our scary religious grandmother, our yep. aunt with her husband and my mom, I will bring my tarot cards and read them no matter what my mom says. My Venmo is Rachel Co C O Rob R O B thirteen R A C H E L C O R O B. 1313. If you want me to do it, send me $40. I don't have a Venmo or a PayPal, but I will make, but I could make one put if it, y'all care Send it enough. to my Venmo and just put for Riley. for Riley. For Riley to do the exact same thing. All right. So there are ways to celebrate Yule. Yeah. All right. So you can burn a Yule log. Oh, Christmas. Christmas. Decorate your home with Yule seasonal symbols. So basically Christmas, Christmas. symbols. Um, Listen to Yule type music. Christmas. Meditate on risings and settings of the solstice sun. Because That's it, cool. It does talk about solstice. Yes. It, the, yes. Yes. That's yes, the whole yes. reason. It's uh, the winter solstice. Contribute to charity. Do That's charity work. Literally the whole actual spirit of Christmas beyond, yeah, beyond uh, selfish presents. gift giving and receiving. Yeah. You don't really. Uh, gift giving is not inherently selfish, but gift yes. receiving can be if that's all you're focused on Christmas. Yeah. And like uh, uh, Chris, uh, gift giving isn't really a, a Yule thing. It's more of a Christmas thing. Yes. Um. So 
but it's but you can it's the, it's it's in the spirit, spirit of charitable of, giving yes there we go thank you um and then I you can focus you. on world peace and rituals meditations etc literally it's it's all it's, the good parts of christmas yeah it's, minus it's, the capitalism minus the toxic parts yes, that toxic extortionist parts of christmas yeah that christianity added to make it you know more binding and more guilt more, gr- more, gu- more, more guilt, guilt driven. more guilt driven um so we talk so now we're moving on to uh we're moving on to the new year uh we're talking about in bulk slash bridget's day slash candlemas bridget bridget okay the god bridget it's irish yes the celtic goddess yes. of healing smithcraft and poetry yes because bridget is inherently an irish name but bridget spelled with like the d's the D? celtic. yeah that's celtic. celtic as hell it's celtic so very irish um i'm just gonna say in bulk for purposes for our ha- purposes now because it has several names it has three different names um but all of them are kind of important in a weird way they all tied in together well they wouldn't have them if they weren't important right like, <laughs> just because i call christmas fuck miss doesn't mean like yeah yeah like, i got you i got yeah. you all right it has no sense that's why i don't call it fuck miss yeah that was okay. the first thing that came out of my mouth it wasn't the most clever but like it has an it ha- they have olden names and names yeah. in practice because of a way they were used or created just because I call it something else doesn't mean it's actually called that. True. This holiday also talks about hope and renewal, but yes. it is dedicated to a specific goddess from Celtic Bridget. roots. Bridget. Uh, so, and, it, and it's really about, like, healing and stuff. We stand. Um, and it talks about the ending of winter going into spring. It's not the spring equinox, but it's, but about, it's the beginning. But it's, it's the beginning of, of, the, that, of the leaning. Of the leaning. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so... Uh, this is around February 1st, uh, oh. a couple of days before, a couple of days after, yep. of course. Um, ways to celebrate. Bonfires. Bonfires. So many bonfires. You're burning wood. You're burning herbs. That's what you're doing yep. on Candlemas. Um, you can decorate your altar. Um, I think that I want to kind of uh, mention this a little bit, but, like, you can uh, have, like, different cloths for, like, snow, the rising of the sun, new life in different colors. Um Spring bulbs, you can honor Bridget by doing, like, Celtic knot work and stuff. That's um, cool. And uh, candles are a necessity for this holiday. Fire. Fire. Candlemas. Candles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you can make Bridget's cross, and that's what I did. Uh, I've, yes. I yes, did yes, that yes. on Candlemas lat on this year. Um, this I made, past Candlemas. This, this past Candlemas, I've made, uh, I made a Bridget's cross for it. Um. And it was actually really nice. Uh, you can clean your home and yourself by taking, like, ritual baths and stuff. You can mm-hmm. do, like, spring cleaning. Witch soup. Witch soup. And you can cook. Cooking is also a really good mm-hmm. thing. Um, so now we're moving on to Ostera or the spring equinox. Come on, friend. Now, which Christian holiday do you think the spring equinox leans on? It's fucking Easter. It's Easter. It's fucking Easter. <laughs> um, because You're right, once. It's fucking it's Easter. It's fucking Easter. Um, so, Ostera talks about the triumph of life over death. What happens on Easter? Jesus. Jesus. Rose from his tomb after three days of being dead. Zombie Jesus. That's not a miracle. That's a mistake. They buried him alive. They buried him alive. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even bury him. They put him in a cave and put a big rock in front of the cave and said, now he you really stay said- dead, mister. <laughs> and he didn't listen because <laughs> he, he was listen. a rebel rouser. He was probably just sitting in that cave alone for three days being like. He's fucking twiddling his thumbs in his coma going through his stress dreams. He's in the spooky Mormon hell dream. 
That's really funny. Um, <laughs> he has fucking actor dreams. <laughs> He's like, God, my dad's gonna be so fucking pissed at me. Like, I chose to die. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay, so this ta- this typically happens around Shit. March twenty first. Alrighty. Shit, we just missed up like everyone. Whatever. Whatever. Um, sorry, y'all. Uh, uh, I'm not sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm a little sorry. sorry. I'm a little not sorry. sorry. I'm not sorry. To the Christians that took the holidays. Oh, away the from- Christians are mad at me. I don't give a fuck. I mean, like, as long as it's educational, more than... Ed- My ego that's all is bruised. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so ways that you can celebrate. Uh, you can decorate eggs. Fucking Easter. It's fucking also, Easter. I like how it's eggs, but uh, the, the Christians were like, a bunny. A fucking rabbit, dude. The rabbit gives you the eggs. Fucker fucker challenge me bitch i'm the pope um, but decorating <laughs> eggs actually came from ukraine uh that's cool there's two different types of uh egg decorating and i'm, I'm gonna mess up the words but because uh, you don't speak ukrainian i don't speak ukrainian so we have krashansky uh come from the ukrainian word to make beautiful or to decorate that's really nice um and that's the one where you can do boiled eggs and just dip yeah, them mm-hmm. and then are blessed and eaten at and eaten at uh, okay. Austera. Okay. Um, and then you have Prisanka, which is where they decorate it with like wax and stuff. Ooh, that's cool. Because you draw it on wax and then you dip it and then yes, it's, and then the wax stays white. And then the wax stays white or the color that you or, choose yeah, to have yeah, under yeah, it. Yeah, 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 um. Yeah. So yeah. So there's two different kinds, and those are the words. Um. Yeah. Uh. So other ways you can celebrate, you can melt some snow because it's the end of winter. Don't know what that's Don't like. Don't know what snow's like. Um, sharing flowers, going outside, that's enjoying nice. the sun. Spring activities. Acknowledging children or new members of the coven. Do you just not acknowledge children at that point? You're just like, that kid doesn't exist because it's not fucking Easter. It's not fucking spring equinox yet. They probably mean acknowledge as like the as new like births the new and births the new ones who brought the- into the world since last year. Yeah. But also, fuck them kids. Ignore them. And also, <laughs> <laughs> and also, just the new members of the coven, make sure that they are... Because this is a family kind yes, of thing. Yes, I just think it's very funny the way they put acknowledge children. And then and they, East- or the way you put <laughs> acknowledge, acknowledge children. Uh, Easter egg hunts, which have pagan or- origins, because of course they do. Of course they do. Uh, now we're moving on to May. We're moving on to Beltane. Beltane. They, the, the Christians did not steal this holiday because nope. it's the fertile holiday. Because it it's the a period, sex holiday. It is a sex holiday. Absolutely it is. Um, It is a period of fruitfulness. Beltane happened like the third week after i started practicing witchcraft and so i just sat there on beltane like am i supposed to fuck someone i am terrified we are in quarantine well i can tell you ways, different ways to celebrate no i had other ways to celebrate i just right. ended up doing any of them all right cool uh i'm gonna tell you here's other ways to celebrate you could fuck um, someone that's you your prerogative um but the date says this is around is around may 1st um and it's only referred to as beltane there's no other names uh, Keeping so it ways, simple. Ways to celebrate: make a candle bonfire. There's a lot of bonfires. Bon- it, fire and magic, man. Fire it's just and really, witchcraft. There it really, it really so does. It's really intertwined. Uh, you dance. Have yeah, dance. Uh, make a fairy offering. Be careful. Do with not this. fuck with the fae. Okay. If you're if you're a baby if witch, you, it, or uh, even if you are, you no, know, just don't fuck with the fae unless you are like inclined and researched and probably tenured. Don't fuck with the fae yeah honestly the f- if you make a wrong move with the fae they'll the eat your rest ears of your life is ruined and so that's something that you just do not mess with 
That's something that you don't play around. This is something that you don't fuck around with. That's something that you. This was a big part of my childhood, but apparently wasn't a big part of everyone else's. The Spiderwick Chronicles. What the Spiderwick Chronicles are about is a family moving into a new house, and they automatically disrespect the Faye because they have no idea what's happening. The older sister gets her hair tied to the bedposts, like all this shit. She ends up getting kidnapped and being like Snow Whited by the Faye, and her younger twin brothers have to come and rescue her. But like, I and Spiderwick Chronicles four bo- four books in a movie, um, and it's very good. I like Spiderwick. It's just don't fuck with the Faye. If no, things go- start going don't. missing in your house, like. Ours do because we got duendes, we do, uh, which we are, do. um, which we can talk Mexican about. and um, Latin American folklore of tiny little creatures, mostly fairies esque, that live in your home and steal your shit. And uh, and you, they still have my fucking penguin eye scoop. Yeah, they won't it's give still that back. Fucking gone. They won't give that back. I have got, had things gone missing and found them just in the center of my bed. Yeah, after that a day a or two. Times. Um, when I ask for things back nicely, they give them back. That's not me interacting with the Faye. That's me going, I know you have it. Can I have, have it, it back? please? I'm not making any deals. So if you're keeping it, that's cool. Because I'm not. If you want to give it back, please, please give do. it back. Yeah. Because I'm not going to fuck with the Faye folks. Cause they will They will eat my ear. They'll eat my ears. I yeah, they I will. I, I like they're my not, ears. They're not they're afraid. Not, they're not a, afraid of me. That's the one thing. They're, they don't care. The, the, they may be the, tiny, but there are like a thousand of them. Well, hear me out. The Fae, like, the Fae's really do not care how experienced you are. They don't care if you're a child. They don't care if you're a baby witch. They don't care about anything. They don't care about experience. If you mess with them, you mess with them. If you fuck with them, you fuck with them. So especially if you don't know what you're doing. Bad times. You're, Bad vibes. It's no, They don't care that you don't know what you're doing and that you weren't ready for it. Mm-mm. They don't care. They don't, they, don't ca- they don't care because you mess with them. Also on that note, re- note read The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. It's about Fae folk. And uh, it's very, very cool. I just finished it. I'm waiting for the second book to come in. I already have the third. All but right, not the Rachel. Second, All right. Barnes and Noble ships faster than thrift books. Yep. <sighs> All righty. So more ways you can celebrate. You can purify your thresholds, which is basically just spring cleaning. Yep. Uh, you can do prosperity magic with like things like peppermint, parsley, lavender. Very uh, kitchen cedar, witch. Very kitchen witchy. Um. Offerings of food and wine to Mother Earth. Gaia. Gaia. We love that bitch. Mother Earth is Gaia. Um, sex magic, which is very powerful magic, I must say. If you set um, uh, manifestation. Yes. yes. Will, if, you, very, if you do things with intention. Because it's an energy burst. Yes. Um, pleasure ritual, and it does not have to be sexual. So anything you just genuinely find pleasure in, you can do it in the name of Beltane, and it can be your way of celebrating. Um, decorate your house with flowers, and then... Doing the maypole, which is like where With, you get um, yeah, everyone like gets a streamer and you run, around, you the run pole, around the pole or you dance around the pole. Technically, you dance around the pole and you have a, and you have a little fun time with like your coven and stuff. Um, if you have a coven, if you have a coven, uh, we do not have a coven. Technically, Riley and I are in our, are our own coven. Yeah, technically. Ah. It's because we're related. The technicality of it is because we live in the same house and we have a shared wall. Yeah. All right. Moving on to summer solstice. Summer solstice. We slash love all these S's for Riley's list. Midsummer slash Litha. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to be calling it Litha just because there's That's too how many Riley S's. Practices. For me it to plays, pronounce it otherwise. It plays into Riley's lisp. It really does. Litha. Litha. So I'm keeping it because it's a TH sound. So, so Litha talks about abundance and chilling and feasting. You know, it happens around June 21st. 
Um, a couple days after, a couple days before. The way to celebrate. Feasting. Do music. Dance. Uh, ret- Beasting. Feasting. Okay. Like eating. Yeah. I, 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 you did said I say beasting? Bee sting. Like sting yourself with a the fucking bee. bee. <laughs> no, no, like no, no, that no, lady no. On, on My Strange Addictions. <laughs> that 50 year old lady. She, she was just trying to ha- help her arthritis, man. Yeah, well, she fucked up and got addicted. She really did. Fuck around and get addicted, why don't you? Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. So you can also return something to Mother Earth's gratitude. Like if you want to plant like a like a plant from like a store back into Mother Earth. Yeah. Do stuff like that. Um, collect herbs and plants. Wear gold sequins and gold glitter. You know, there's like specific colors for every holiday. Gold yeah, is one yeah, of them yeah, for this yeah, one. Yeah. Well, because um, it's all about it's a lot about prosperity. Bring sunflowers into your home. Uh, drink a cup of cinnamon tea as the sun rises. Um, light an orange or yellow candle. And then there's also candle spells that you can do. All right. This next one is going to make me scream trying to pronounce it because I forget how to pronounce it. I literally have it next to it, but I still forget how to pronounce it. So it's Lunasad, but it's spelled L-U-G-H-N-A-S-A-D-H. Yeah. Isn't it like Lunasad? I have it. I have it Lunasad. Yeah. But the, the, um, the inflection. The, probably where you put the stress probably it's it's the, the, the stress is on the first uh part Lunasad. of it said yeah yeah it's or irish. it's called llamas isn't so, it irish i believe it is or because like dunleary is actually spelled dunlaugahiri yeah so it's it's Dun- it's probably yeah. it's most likely irish uh, um yeah it's, it's, it's uh gaelic not irish sorry gaelic. irish isn't go. the language gaelic, gaelic is, is the, the language. language um it's also called llamas so i'm gonna call it llamas um, all right, all right. Take the easy all, way out. I've, always. You um, took the easy way out. So llamas is all about harvest. Uh, this happens around August, August first, mm-hmm. August second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, ways to celebrate. Ways to ce- celebrate. Ways to celebrate. Ways to celebrate. Uh, sharing a beer and bread with loved ones. You know, very harvesty. Bake bread. There's a lot of bread references in this. Yep. Um, in olden days, a hint of stocking was looked on as something shocking, but now God knows anything else. Spend time outdoors and giving thanks. Um, make a coin dolly or a coin wheel. And coin then, dollies are scary. And then make dolls. Again, dolls, I don't know why dolls are like so much so prevalent in this holiday, but I guess it's just how it do. And uh, we're on our last holiday, which... Sorry, I was having a Go flashback ahead. to the corn husk dolls in Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost. God damn it, it's always about fucking Scooby Doo with you. It's always about goddamn Scooby Doo with you. I thought I could get away with it for a couple goddamn episodes, but no, apparently not. Apparently, Rachel has to talk about fucking Scooby Doo all the goddamn time. Because I love Scooby Doo. I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Ooh. He's such a mystery that haunts each lonely hour. I'm white people smiling at Rachel so she can stop. <laughs> the Velma song from Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost where she oh sings about God. Ben Ravencraft who's voiced by Tim Curry. <laughs> Just how much I love him. How much I think of him, but I'm scared to tell him so. It's a mystery. Because I'm not quite trying about that. What he does to me, can I make him see how I 
You know what it is, Riley? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. <laughs> Would he care for me? Will my fantasy ever be real? Or will it stay a mystery? That's the end of the song, so that means I can continue. <laughs> um, it's not the end of the song, but it is the end of the chorus. The end of the song is uh, Shaggy and Scooby going, Oh, she doesn't look so good. Velma. Velma. Jinkies. You're done. <laughs> I think I am now. <laughs> I think. So we're going to talk about the last holiday, which just recently kind of passed. Yeah. Um, talk about the autumn equinox, otherwise known as Maybin. Maybon. 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 Um, so this talks about balance, equality, and harmony. Hell yeah. It's things we are all currently lacking. Yeah. Uh, I was really depressed during Maybon, so I didn't do a lot for it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, so this happens around like September 22nd, 23rd kind of ish. So we just, we just passed it. Um, and it's a harvest festival and it's giving thanks for abundance. You know, it's really about like you're finding your balance, uh, ways you can celebrate hold a food drive uh pick some apples give thanks honor darkness go out on a nature walk Hell tell yeah. stories sing and play the drums uh celebrate the hearth and home clean your house and celebrate winemaking clean your what clean your house clean your house and <laughs> celebrate winemaking fuck off all right and that's the last holiday and then we go back to saween so we've gone through a full year of holidays yeah i've gone through a full year I of holidays love- witchy holidays i have not or pagan holidays i have not been practicing long enough to actually memorize when these are so i check my grimoire like every every every, like two weeks to be like when is the next one yeah honestly like it's because like because they're not ingrained in society you're you don't exactly Exactly. know where so like halloween and christmas and easter are the easy ones yeah those to remember because they're already being celebrated all around us yeah 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 all righty so now, so are we ready for Riley's super secret part two of this my episode? My super secret part two, okay. which she came to me and was like, "Can if I pull a free square, can, can I, I just, just talk, talk about, about this? this?" And I was like, "You know what? No, let's see what you pull first. And she pulled witchcraft, and I was like, "If you want to pull, if you want to do something that's witchcraft or pagan, it, but like not too extensive, we could do half and half." And I took the deal, so that's why we did holidays because there's a lot. There's, I could have really gone in depth on holidays. But I, one, I'm lazy, too. I already had research ab- about holidays in my grimoire. Yeah, and, like, so. this is, and this is stuff that people, this, this is the information people outside of paganism would want to learn without getting yeah. too in-depth and boring them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you don't really need to, you don't fully need to know the origins unless you are studying witchcraft. Yeah, you don't need to know how all the snakes got chased at Ireland. You're you, good. Y- yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about St. Patrick's Day now that you brought it up. Um. <laughs> Because I wasn't going to mention it, but now that you mentioned it, literally, if you don't see me wearing green on St. Patrick's Day, because St. Patrick got celebrated for chasing the pagans out of Ireland instead of, you know, the snakes. Quote, unquote, uh, snakes. Quote, unquote, snakes. Um, It was actually the pagans and the people that practice witchcraft. So, fuck St. Patrick. Same snake reference as the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I went Irish there. Did you hear that? Same snake reference as the Bible. I didn't hear it, but oh, thank Christ. you for doing it. And I, it, it wasn't It happened naturally. I understand. And also, there was, I had a thought once. It was like, ugh, it was like three years ago or so. And I literally was like, why are there snakes in Ireland? It just hit me. Like, I was like, I don't think I've ever heard a snake reference about being in Ireland ever. And they have like swampy wetlands. They have 
Yeah. Breeding grounds for snakes. And one of our kids' moms who has me on Snapchat messaged me and she was like, because St. Patrick chased them all out. Like she told me everything and I was like, wow, thanks, Colleen. Literally very Irish, obviously. But rather didn't know who I was talking about until I said her name. But I'm not going to say her last name because that would be weird. That would be weird. Uh, But yeah, it was just a random thought. So I should have been practicing witchcraft much earlier because that was just a thought that hit me out of like literally nowhere. Yeah. It's a mystery. Okay. Let's get into Riley's super special part two of this episode. So I heard a theory on TikTok about High School Musical 3. And if you've been around me for the past- What a turn. What a turn we are taking. May I just say. Must I say. Also, Um, I want a muffin. Do you want to pause and get a muffin? No, because then you'll hear my gross eating sounds. So you need to get through this because I want to eat. My mom got us these pumpkin bread muffins and they have streusel on the top. And I've just been eating them with no hands in front of Riley to make her uncomfortable. But they're also really good and I'm kind of addicted. Anyway, um, just to let you know how long this theory is and how much I've stretched this theory kind of out. Um, I am on page four of nine. Riley, god damn it. I want to eat a muffin. <laughs> Honestly, this is going to be a little while. Okay, we're pausing the podcast so I can eat a muffin. <laughs> All right. Pause. Five minutes later. Let's see if we can eat my, eat my, hear my weird eating sounds. Also, I made sure, because I am hooked up to the mic to where uh, I can't move because I'm trying to make sure I don't get that ugly feedback anymore because um, I can't edit it out. And um, Riley had to go get me my muffin, but how I've been eating muffins is... I take the wrapper off, the little the, the, the dropper you cook it in, the little the, whatever, and then put it on a plate so I can eat my muffin. But I told Riley, I was like, make sure you take the wrapper off because I will eat the paper. <laughs> I don't think you can hear it. You can't hear my weird chewing sounds. And if you can, whatever, it's free ASMR. ASMR channel. Okay. So I haven't even told you guys what the theory is. So I was just scrolling through my TikTok for you page, as you do on a Sunday. And I saw this theory, the High School Musical theory, about how Troy actually dies in the beginning basketball scene, and the rest of the movie is him. Because his heart gives out? Because he falls. Like, no one, like, knocks him, like, over. Yeah, and, but like, he says his heart's, like, beating too fast. Yeah, his heart's beating too fast. Like, shit, like shit's going Kids off the Kids die rails. in basketball games of heart attacks a lot more often than people think. Yeah. And so, like, and so they, they have the theory that the rest of um, the movie is Troy and purg- Purgatory. I'd believe it. And I stretch this theory kind of far at some points. So you got to stay with me at least until the end. So Riley's running with this theory is what it is. So I are we starting from the beginning theory. of the High School Musical 3? High School Musical 3. Okay. So I'm assuming you know the rest of the High School Musical th- If lore. you haven't seen High School Musical 3, I mean, strap in, I guess. But also, you don't need to know anything about High School Musical 1 or 2 to know things about High School Musical 3. No, but, like, it's still... Because here's the thing. High School Musical 3 got produced differently than High School Musical 1 and 2, yep. which is why it's different and why it's and why It's because so it was released in theaters instead of a, as a DCOM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, I think it just had different producers. And so it's also... This, you could I, Google it. I could Google it, but I am lazy, and I already did... And this is already five pages long. Okay. So, um, but also, like... What was I going to say? But, like, the transitions are weird. I mentioned the transitions that are weird a little bit uh, in the beginning. Um, but the transitions are weird from song into spoken and then into the next scene. Because they don't just end the song and then go into the next scene. They have, like, dialogue at the end, which is something that you typically don't see in High School Musical. Or at least that I remember. Because I didn't watch the first 
Probably so, didn't watch the other two because you don't need to. to you don't get need the to. About High School Musical. I also just know a lot about High School Musical. I love High School Musical, by the way. Anyway, so High School Musical has been coming up a lot at work, and I know the entirety of the "We're All in This Together" dance from the third grade when it came out, and I had the DVD yep. that with um, Lucas Gabriel and Ashley Tisdale. Ashley Tisdale, thank you. I was about to say Simpson. Fuck Ashley Tisdale teaching it to you. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so I've been doing the high school musical we're all in this together dance a lot at work in front of customers. Why are you like this? Okay. So we're going to start out. Um, also, I'm just going to say one thing. I don't really talk about Sharpay's plot in this because it's You're not important. You're a fucking monster. It's not important to the theory and which I'm, I'm presenting. Which I'm presenting. And I'm Sharpay. They can watch the mu- the, mo- the movie if they want to. They can watch the movie if they want to. I wasn't even in theater when High School Musical first came out. It's what got me into theater, TBH. But yeah, I've always been Sharpay. Yeah, we know. Always, we know, we know. That girl. That 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 was that was Confessions of a Teenage, teenage drama, drama Queen, Queen with Lindsay Lohan. That's a good movie. Um, but by the way, and Megan Fox and Megan Fox from Jennifer's Body, through the trees. I will find you. <laughs> I need to leave. <laughs> I need to leave. Okay, so we need to start this because we will not finish. Alrighty. So we start out the movie. And Troy, it, it, with Troy's senior year basketball game, right? It's the last game of the season. And they're in the play. They're in the championships, They're at right? the championships. The game is not looking so good for the Wildcats. They're like 20 points behind. And home in basketball, you score like one hoop, and it's like five points. Yeah, yeah. I'm so they sure. could get it back. I don't, I don't but know. But they're like most of the way through the game. Uh huh. Homeboy is not looking so good. Homeboy's sweaty. Homeboy's heart rate is like you can you you start out with the movie with the heartbeat. With like, heartbeat. Bum 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 bum. And that's what takes you into the song. That's what takes you into the song. That's what I'm saying. It's not just because he fell. He had a fucking heart attack. He had a heart attack, and the and the fall only helped. It probably also gave him a concussion, if anything. I mean, he got knocked over hard. I'm sh- yes, because he stands up and his ears are ringing, and that's what the joy comes out of his ears ringing. All right. Um, but if you don't mention this in the theory, I think I know what's going to happen. Because I haven't heard this whole theory. No. But I think I know I've got something because Riley's eyes lit up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Even if you fall that hard and your heart's beating that fast, and if you already have like an arrhythmia or something, your heart could just explode. It wouldn't even have to be. Yeah, a heart your body's a valve weird. Could just explode, especially if you already if you were born with heart defect. If your yeah, valves are malformed, we don't know, an, if we your don't heart know anything. About, we, don't we don't know anything, anything about, about Troy's physiological medical history. Physiological, like we're good. Like we don't know shit. We weren't given all the answers. So there's like a there's like a break or something, right? I don't know how things work in sports terms. There's no break. There's a. This is before the song starts. Oh, there's halftime. This is halftime. There's 16 minutes left of the game. Okay. And the song starts off like 16. 16. 16. 16. Yeah. 16. So that's why there's a reason. So the Wildcats. Jason Robert Brown, eat your heart out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Wildcats, at the end of the first half, are really sad. So Colch. So Did you say Coltrane? Were you going to say Coltrane? I was going to say Colch. Colch. Have you seen Daddy <laughs> Coach? Whatever his name is, dancing on TikTok? Coach Bolton? Uh-huh. Have you seen him do the dances? I have, actually. I don't want to see them because I need to get through this, Rachel. We are barely on My the first Becca bullet point. My friend Becca sent me one. We are on the first bullet point. And with with the mess- with it, she included the word zaddy. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, co- so, Coach, Bolton. Mr. Bolton. Brings Mr. Us- Burnham. 
<laughs> Frank just has the spirits up. All right. And so now we, and so then we get into now and ever, which starts off 16, 16, 16, 16. Cause he's like, it's the last 16 minutes of your senior year basketball game. Gotta right? get a game on. Yeah. So last 16 minutes of the game, the Wildcats then finally. Seeing this in theaters was also an experience. Honestly. Yeah. Um, so the Wildcats finally find the groove and they're bringing the score back up. Find their groove. It's a musical. Ha <laughs> ha. And the Baxi song, which is hella catchy. Um, this is the, this is where the theory kicks in. That Troy Bolton actually dies during the game and is set in motion. We see that Troy is completely sideswept by a member of the other team. And he is down, bro. He's down for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And, like, here's the thing. Later in the song, Chad also gets knocked over. But Chad comes back up immediately. Troy stays down for a little bit. And everyone's like, Troy, 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 Troy. Everyone's- Troy! Yeah. And so, like, everyone's really concerned. And even though Troy's kind of standing up, he's hella woozy. And so this is where we hear Gabriella sing, Troy! <laughs> Which is the same note as, um, God. I think it's it's either Take Me or Leave Me or Out Tonight. There's one of those notes that is the same. And people kept editing her, Troy! Into when she either played Mimi or, um, Maureen. Uh, Maureen, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, so we also hear Gabriella sing, Troy! Oh, it's an Over the Moon. She she out optioned up tonight. No, she optioned up. Oh, that's, up that's in, out tonight. Fuck. Uh, she optioned up in out in over the, the moon, moon at one point. Did it not sound people, good? No, it sounded good. Vanessa Hudgens is fantastic. Um, she's also more of a Mimi than a Maureen. Fight me, but yes. Uh, it, it was the same note, and people were like, "Try, try." I don't know. So we hear Gabrielle saying, "Try," but why would she interrupt him during a basketball game? Because this is still in the middle of the game, uh-huh, by the way. Yeah. And if he was perfectly fine. If he exactly. was perfectly fine, there would be no need to interrupt him. And she's singing it. Like, the, the rest of the thing. And they're making eye contact, and the world's going on around him. The rest of the stadium dims to black, and it's only Gabrielle and Troy that we can see. And then the next line is after she sings, try. Right now I can hardly breathe. Oh, you can do it. Just know that I believe. And that's all I really need. So come on, make me strong. We, we gotta, gotta turn it up. Game on. So then... This is where I think that Troy actually dies. I think he... See, that was, that was very... It's very... Uh, what I was going to say earlier is that it's very, like, Angel calling out to you from above because everything goes dim and she is in and the stands in the near stands the above top. him. She's near the top, which, you know, she's the star player's girlfriend. They would probably put her, they near would put her the, down the bottom. Near probably the near, near the bleachers. Near, so why near is where she they at sit. the top? Why is she at the top? If you don't want that religious symbol, symmetry, symbolism. And she's also wearing white. And she's also wearing white. If you don't want that religious symbolism of her being a literal angel and calling to him from above. I'm so glad I got to talk about the theory here because you're gonna you're gonna scream at some of these points, I'm Rachel. Major in it. You're gonna help me with the points. Oh, That's shit. the thing. And so even even though Troy's in the game, uh, Rocket Man. A fucking yeah. weird ass freshman. freshman. I love Rocket um, Man. <laughs> Rocket Man is all so annoying. I wanna do is be with you. You are jumping the be gun, Rachel. With you. There's nothing we can't do. Ew. Just wanna be with you. <laughs> I am sure pay. I just wanna be with Ew. You. Honestly, he's not bad. Anyway. He's so cute. He's so cute. Um Who's he played by? I don't know. Um, Rocket Man is the one to make the winning shot. Yeah. Troy doesn't make the winning shot. Because Troy's the playmaker. He sets up the plays for the game to win. Yeah. He doesn't have to take the glory because he's, create- he's, he's creating the entire thing. And that's the thing. 
if he was alive, he wouldn't have needed to call on. He wouldn't have needed to really call on Rocket Man because Rocket Man wasn't even playing for the most of the True, game. True, he was on the bench. He was on the bench. He was a bench warmer. I was on the bench, and I was on the bench. He's cute. Also, he's dating Sarah Highland. Oh shit. Okay, Matt Procop. I would say Matt Matt Anti Cop, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a stupid Spelled joke. The K uh, sorry, you that's asshole. A, <laughs> sorry, that was a stupid joke. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, okay. Um, then we move on to the party scene, and the party scene, uh, like Woe by Ali and AJ is playing in the background, and it it I, is, isn't it? Like it a roller coaster ride. ride. Yeah, and so I I literally just put like Woe by Ali and AJ is playing. Just thought y'all should know. Um, so we see the party scene. And Troy is a little out of place in these shots. He glides he's, through the crowd yeah. very easily. And then he's and then he goes to his treehouse to watch from above because he gets overwhelmed with people and brings Gabriella with him, right? Well, you're jumping the gun, but yes, yes, yes. You're jumping the gun, but yes, I'm yes, jumping yes. the gun. So Troy's a little out of pl- out of out of, sh- out of place shot wise. He's floating through the crowd, and even though he's interacting with people, they're like weird one liners. They're like it, that it's, scene is written very awkwardly. It's very, I remember it's very, thinking that too. I'm like, why also, aren't they being nice to him? He just won the game, and it's his senior year, and it's his party in his it, backyard. At his, in his backyard. Also, he's the only one not wearing East High colors. He's wearing like green and blue, while everyone else is wearing red and white, including the adults. I'm sure that's to set him apart. Like, but like if anything, him, like cinematically, I'm sure it's to show. Yeah, it's for his, probably a different his, reason. His his undercurrent of uh of doubt and being a basketball player in college and in wanting to yeah. be with Gabriella and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a cinematic reason, but it also um it's probably because he's dead and didn't get the memo to wear East High colors. Well, yeah, and even though he dies in East High colors, do you really think that he's gonna be like? I want to wear my basketball uniform for the rest, rest of my eternity. Life. For the rest my of life, my- he's dead. Oh fuck! I'm sorry. Uh, right. This is your theory. This is my theory. Fuck. Okay. And then everything that happens in this party sequence is very hopeful i guess like everything goes exactly right yeah and so like it just seems too good to be true in a weird way you know like everyone's like really congratulating troy and like a college recruiter is there and just hanging out casual and, just, and yeah and so and, and just wanting troy to join their school's basketball team like papa bolton really said i'm gonna put this recruiter at my son's party because he yeah. never gets a second to relax fuck yeah. that kid yeah 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 and my so, only child's birth my only child's so, party it just seems like everything is happening too right and so this is where I believe that Troy's warped sense of what is truly happening in the plot is starting to happen because I mentioned this a lot at the end, but how Troy really doesn't see what's happening in front of him. They don't see that. Like maybe they're, this is a gathering for his death. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's some rose colored goggles over what's happening because he doesn't know he's dead. So he's, while there is a gathering, he's creating the scenario and the circumstances all in his own head, but he's not, Fully, because he's, it's like having a dream where you're basically, lo- where you're lucid almost dreaming. lucid. Well, no, not quite lucid, too. Not where you know, it's it's one of those dreams where you're like, oh, this is going to happen next, and it happens next, but you still don't know you're dreaming. Ah. Yeah. So, an almost lucid dream. So, yeah. he knows there's a gathering. He knows he's supposed to be at it. Uh, and so, he's not quite seeing everyone in the funeral garb, so he's cr- his mind is adding what's next. His yeah. mind is filling in the holes. Yeah, yeah. And like But it's still not quite right. And like, okay, do you remember this is a weird experience this is a weird memory that I have, but do you remember that one show like called like Ghost Walker or something like that? Where like the woman helps ghosts go into the afterlife by like by like You're talking about Ghost Whisperer with Ghost Whisperer. Love Hewitt? 
Yes, yes, I am. And her boobies. And her boobies. Um, but we're gay. We're, gay. <laughs> we're so gay. Um, Fucking I also gays. realized that I love Vanessa Hudgens in this movie. I'm really gay. Um, that's what I realized <laughs> during this movie. Um, so, but I think like the ghost experience for Troy is something out of Ghost Whisperer, where he has to finish his ties and he has to he has to finish he, he has, has to, to he has to complete has to his last high task. school yes <gasps> he has to finish high school oh my god <laughs> yeah that yeah, would yeah. be his unfinished business that's his unfinished business so he would have to finish it guess now it's official can't tell back can't, can't go back, back. no Panic. Oh. getting anyway. ready so now we go to the tree house with gabriella right yes to where he they're literally, literally floating above he literally it all detached himself to hang out with his girlfriend um, and it's just kind of a who ghost may thing. or may not be angelic sim- symbolism. And she's still wearing white. She's still wearing white. Angelic symbolism. Angelic symbolism. Uh, the virgin really high, purity symbolism. Really high up. Uh, no one else goes up in the treehouse. Yeah, no the one else. Even though they even, talk about like, oh, me and Chad used to hang up here all the time. And like, my mom comes. Come my up mom here. won't even my come mom, up here. My mom came up here once to ca- try and get me down. Yes. But they never. But but even like when their mom, when her mom, when his mom, sorry, when his mom calls him down, he, she doesn't go up. She doesn't go up exactly. So it's probably just Gabriella hanging out there somewhat grieving i okay so i mean even if she's she's never been up there um counterpoint what if gabriella was never really there throughout any of the movies Uh uh-huh and was an angel in disguise the whole time and so make everyone better yes and and so yep and so when Troy ends up dying, it's of no consequence because she's already made him into a good enough person to get into heaven. Well, okay. We talk about like the, the, the Troy's inner struggle to inner, be- inner choose turmoil. between mm-hmm. heaven and hell. To choose what's right are we over ch- what's oh, right. Yeah, are you going to talk about that during Scream? I am talking about that during Scream. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm a full, I have a full page on Scream alone. Yeah, it's Scream is the fucking bop of this show. Of Scream this is the bop of this movie. It's also the 11 o'clock number. And it it's also so it is very anyway um so they talk about how gabriella so and oh i'm also gonna be talking about the original plot a little bit just so that i mean okay continue let's go so in the original plot they talk about how gabriella gone to stanford and that is super far away from where troy is going to school which is u of a in albuquerque yes the university of albuquerque Albuquerque. in albuquerque um right here right now plays in the treehouse and i forgot the song but it's actually really pretty actually really pretty but i forgot it i forgot all about it also right here right now right here right now um i like can i have this dance oh i talk about can i have this dance it's very cute it is very cute um but uh waltz me in the rain on a on on a rooftop god damn it um so in this treehouse, apparently the roof can just open up to reveal the stars the without fifth. without any buttons, without any mechanics. That's very the end so, of Greece too. And so that's the thing; it plays into that thing of he's, oh, he's making not, everything. Yeah. It's that m- m- moment in a dream where something stupid and unrealistic happens, but it's totally normal because you're in a dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. So welcome to Troy's purgatory. Welcome to Troy's purgatory. That's what this is. Okay, and I, I just, wait. I make a joke at work. When I'm talking about how shitty the signal is in the mall, because the mall was made of like concrete in the 80s. Yeah. And I tell people, I'm like, yeah, the first time I got to hang out without my mom, uh, just with my friends, I was like 13. I was in this mall, and the signal was so bad that she tried to pick me up for two hours, but I wasn't getting her texts. So, welcome to my purgatory, guys, because she definitely killed me. I tell people that at work with confidence. Oh my God. You're Troy <laughs> Bolton. <laughs> I'm Emma Roberts in American Horror Story when she has to work at Bed Bath & Beyond and people just keep unfolding the towel wall. I told that to my managers. <laughs> Rachel, 
are you okay? I went to the head manager of my store and I was like, hey, my dude, have you ever seen American Horror Story? And he was like, no, I haven't. And I was like, well, you know who Emma Roberts is? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, so in American Horror Story, she gets sent to purgatory during a season or two. And in that purgatory, two, two seasons. Yeah. Cause there's, she's a witch in two oh, separate seasons. they're all connected. They're all connected. I forgot yeah. about that. So, but in, so she's in purgatory, but her purgatory is, she's a movie star, but her purgatory, so her purgatory is her having to work at Bed Bath & Beyond and it's dealing with bad people or like just constantly having to refold that towel wall. So sometimes when you make me fold like a bajillion sweaters, I am Emma Roberts in purgatory and he, it, my manager laughed at that. So I'm glad, I'm glad you. I'm glad so did. so 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 I didn't tell him just to be stupid, but it was it was that it's very Emma Roberts having to deal with the towel wall is sometimes my life. Alrighty, so I talk a little bit about I, this is where I first mentioned that's a transition though weird, but it's probably because of the different difference in production, different in quality. Yeah, shit like that. Production value. Production value. Um, whatever. We go back to school and we see Char. And this is where I only really mentioned Sharpay. This is it. The beginning. Well, no, she's in she's in the entire movie. I literally say I'm not gonna harp on Sharpay's B plot too much since it doesn't matter to the theory as much. She doesn't really influence the theory at all. I'm hurt. I know, but uh, we, we see we know David. I'm sad. We know <laughs> we know David. Uh, so we see Sharpay being treated like a goddess by the underclassmen and the iconic yeah. double lockers. Yeah, <laughs> you can apparently visit that school and see like you Sharpay's can. You can. double lockers. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone agrees to do the spring musical. Uh, by force, of course, by Kelsey. Yep. It's um, our last time we'll ever get to be together, guys. Gabriella, it's probably very, probably a little bit. Even though them. Gabriella leaves the musical early to go off to early college, like a bitch, like a bitch. Um, and they're creating it as well because, of course, Kelsey doesn't have enough to do. Because Kelsey is a creative powerhouse. If you had someone like that, if you had young Lin Manuel Miranda at your school creating bops and like just total rompers. Yeah, I would put him on to Total rompers? Let me fucking live. All right. Um. So, also, Juliet is scoping out four students for a huge scholarship. Kelsey, Ryan, Sharpay, Troy. Okay, but they're not. They're only scoping for one scholarship. They're scoping for one scholarship. Yes. But four students from here But when they mention the Troy. To do it. Troy's like, what the fuck? And it's because he didn't apply. He did not apply. Um. So, they all kind of like. Talk about what they want to do in the future, right? Yeah. This is a huge point in the movie. I, I, it's going to sound repetitive by the end of this. But Troy really doesn't know. Try that. Troy doesn't know that Gabriella and me do it in my van every Sunday. She tells him she's in church, so she doesn't go. And she's on her knees, and Troy, Troy doesn't, doesn't know. know. Anyway, um, so the how this relates to the ghost theory. He doesn't really have a future, but he wants to see his friends go through their final days of high school. Uh, we also touched on this later, but he could also be talking about the choice between doing what's right and doing what he wants after life-wise. Heaven and hell. Heaven and hell. If heaven and hell decide that they both are satisfied. So we find out that Gabriella could actually leave before the show happens to go to Stanford early. Now she's not worried about this at all. Like, there's no... She's not even worried. And like, Isn't she when, torn, though? She's torn at the end. But when she first mentions it to, to Taylor, when she's getting off the bus... But yeah, it's actually she's exciting. Like, what? I think you're giving Gabriella too much shit. That's I'm not. Exciting. I'm not giving. I'm. I'm not trying to give Gabriella shit for this. I'm just saying that she doesn't. Because that'd be she like she seems excited, but she doesn't seem like torn exactly. Okay, it's because like really, if we were in a kids and co show, and our senior year at the end of our senior year, but we got the opportunity to leave to New York. And, do, and start school. We would do the exact two same months thing. early. I understand. I would be like, "Sorry, kids and co. I'm dropping the fuck out of this show." Yeah, and not because like, I don't love you, 
and not because I'm irresponsible. But because that's because that's not wholly irresponsible either. Yeah. And, like, and they would go, definitely drop this show and, and go. And I'm not harping on Gabriella for this at all, actually. I just, like, she doesn't seem worried. And But but that's how the but how it relates to the theory is that she doesn't have to worry about Troy because Troy isn't fucking here anymore. That's why I'm oh, saying. Oh, yeah, giving- see, I'm still, I'm still on the piece that Gabriella's an angel. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't know about that until this. So- until I literally was like, to- what if Gabriella's an angel? And okay, got it, it, got really- it. it relates- she's not worried because she doesn't have to worry about Troy and where he's going and, where and, their, he's relation going and anymore, their relationship anymore. Because he's already gone. Because he's already gone. Mm-hmm. And um, Ooh. this is kind of where we see also Gabriella really just not mentioning Troy at all. Um, so this could be her trying to block out the fact that she had a boyfriend that died. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, even if he died, you wouldn't want to be like, so how's Troy? Or are you yeah. dealing with Troy's death? Because yeah, 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 yeah. And like, you would go out well, of your way to not mention Troy. And like, here's the thing. Taylor didn't even mention Troy when she mentioned the scholarship to her. She didn't also because she, Taylor's a fucking lesbian and wouldn't feel like, how's your boyfriend dealing with that? Because well, no, who cares? Like, exactly. Exactly. Who cares um, how your boyfriend's dealing with you? Cause even if he was even scratch the theory, if he is still alive. Like, who cares? That is that is you. That is your future. If you're letting some dumb boy hold you back, you are stupid and should decline your scholarship on the basis that you have one brain cell. And it's his. And it's his. Heart emoji. Um, heart yeah. emoji, heart eyes, sparkles. So we see Troy on the roof inviting her to the roof, right? And this is the thing that... Can I have this dance? This is where I... Can I have this dance happens. Right, can I have this dance? Yes, to the prom. She says yes, right? In the OG plot. Can I have this dance in my context is that Gabriella is actually really sad and grieving and she doesn't want anyone to know. And that's their spot. And that's, that's their, their spot. That that's was established place. in movie one. In movie one, that's their place. Because mm-hmm. um, Troy never shown that to anyone else. Anyone else but Gabriella. And so it's their place. So Gabriella goes up to the roof. To cry. To cry. And here's- Because she has all the opportunities in life and he's not getting any anymore, but she still has to move on and she knows it. And also, she never got to teach him how to dance. So I think that I am stunned. I am shocked. I am going to cry. And she's pretending to teach him how to dance. And his ghost is dancing with her. And then it starts raining at the end. And then it starts raining at the end, which could be symbolism, symbolism for her tears. For her tears. Her tears Fuck. and pain. Riley. Because then that ends the dancing too. And then uh, the ghost, also his ghost could be dancing with her, which is hella sad. It's also, the movie ghost in the pottery scene. We got it. Also, she runs off when the bell rings, not even waiting for Troy because there's no one to wait for. She does run off before Troy does. Yeah. And She's I like, always thought that was weird that she doesn't, like, grab his hand to run off with her. Yeah. He, like, is standing there in the rain looking yeah. at her go. <laughs> it makes more sense as it is literally, at it. This is literally splitting my head so far apart that my eyes are where Slit- Sid the Sloths are. And all I can think is, like, like. All right. So this scene that I'm going to talk about is should not be analyzed in depth. But I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> Because, hear me out, this is where Chad's grieving process starts. <gasps> Not, no, I love Corbin Blue. We love Corbin Blue with this house. We, we stand, stand Corbin, Corbin Blue with this house. We've, I've seen him live, and he is a monster. He's saying, okay, so he did that jump rope movie, Jump In, yes. on Disney Channel. With and Kiki it had Palmer, I Ki- Who the hell is Kiki Palmer? Yes. And he was, like, 18? Yeah. I mean, whatever. They only whatever. They, they barely even kiss yeah, in that movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's not even as weird as it could be. Nope. Uh, but in that, he did a song for the movie called Push It. Push it, push it to the limit, limit, cause you're in it to win it, in it to win it, oh yeah. When I saw him in concert, he jumped rope the entire song while singing it. And I, you can tell it wasn't lip syncing because you could hear his breathing with it too. 
Oh, God bless And it wasn't Will. perfect, perfect, but it was still too good to be jump roping. To be jump roping. Like, Lost. crazy jump roping, too. And, like... And my mom and I, uh, I brought two other friends. I brought Mariana and Marissa. Uh, not best friend Mariana, childhood best friend Mariana, who I have accidentally called several times while meaning to call best friend Mariana. Like, like, once I was at a Chinese place and I was with our friend Romanti, and I was like, Siri, call Mariana. And so Siri was like, calling Mariana, calling Mariana, right? And so I heard a hello, and I was like, bitch, what do you want from the from sushi place? You got you wanted this, right? And, she, and <laughs> on the other hand, I hear, Rachel, did you meet? I don't think you mean me, Mariana, because it was childhood Mariana. I was like, oh, I shit, <laughs> I am so sorry. And she laughed. And I was like, I'm going to hang up so I can call Mariana, but I'll text you. I'm so sorry. And I texted her for like an hour about how she's been. But oh, it's yeah. like, but it, it happens. We, we watched Corbin Blue be an absolute monster on stage for at least 45 minutes as one of the three opening acts for Allie and AJ. It's Corbin Blue. The Bianca Jonas Brothers. R- no, the Jonas Brothers was the first time I saw Allie and AJ. Oh, wow. You saw Allie and AJ multiple times. Yes, sorry. I did. Uh, the second time was Corbin Blue, Drake Bell, and Bianca Ryan, which is where I met Bianca Ryan, and she signed my thing, and she said she spelled my name wrong. Uh, and she now follows me on Twitter, by the way, which is – she won America's Got Talent at 12. She won the first season of America's Got Talent. She's a year older than me, um, and she has been like my life – she's the reason I sing the way I do, which is wrong, and she literally had to have vocal surgery that put her out of singing for two years and had to regain train her entire voice, which is crazy because she's such a good singer. Even now, like, with their retrained voice, it's even better. She's not 12. But, like, if y'all don't know who Bianca Ryan is, y'all are missing the fuck out. Bitchcraft. Oh, and that's Drake Bell. And And I met Drake Bell in the hallway. Of course you did. Oh, Um, it's Drake Bell. And I was, like, 11. So we're going to talk about this scene that should not be analyzed in depth, but I'm doing it anyway. Yes. So Rocket Man and, like, another freshman asked Troy and Chad for their lockers. And Chad and Troy were like, we had to earn them. (gasps) And stole their clothes and started running to yeah. the school. How does this apply to the theory, you How may ask? How does this apply to the theory, I ask? Chad is going through the grieving process, right? Yes. Of losing his best friend forever. Are you saying he's acting out because he just lost his best friend? Absolutely. He is He is he's doing hazing pranks. the fucking freshman because he just lost his best friend and doesn't know any and other does, way. And does pranks with his best friend like he used to. So he pranks the two kids in honor of Troy. Instead. In honor of Troy. And, and the, the freshmen were Troy. being dicks. Yeah, yes. The freshmen were being dicks, yes. being like, it's not, it's not can I have the locker? dead kid's locker? It's not their school locker. It's the it's basketball, basketball locker. So in the, it's, in the gym. So it hurts so a little yeah. more because Troy did die so, during the basketball game. Yeah. During their last basketball game. And then the freshmen are asking, like, hey, yo, can we have Troy's locker now that he's not here? Chad. Bitch. You have to earn it. Sit down. Be Do humble. And so, and then you see, humble. and then you see Zach Efron's ghost running with Ch- with Chad. It's what I think. three would be what much more interesting if this was canon. I know. I wish it was canon, bro. Because it would be, it would just make a lot more sense with some little things. Um, also, this is hella dramatic for the freshies because even if you did want to teach them a lesson, do you mean dramatic or traumatic? Traumatic. Yeah. Uh, because everyone's laughing at them. And no one, no one and is saying. And they take him to the auditorium. They take him to the auditorium where the everyone's of rehearsing rehearsal. for the spring musicale. And no one's saying shit to Troy and Chad until Miss Darvis comes in. Yep. Um, and then we have She's a, night- a fucking teacher. We have a night to remember. He's just dancing with the crow. Not really that much of a theory thing. Um. Also, Rocket Man is one of the only people that talks to Troy. The wh- entire yeah. The entire time, and so either Rocket Man could see Ghost. 
or he's just hella annoying. Either way, fuck that character, bro, is what I wrote. <laughs> I like Rocket, man. I like him at the end. I don't like him in the beginning because he's a little annoying, which is the point. Um, but either way, um, a thing that I touch on, a thing that I found uh, that I that I realized later was that a lot of times Troy is either talking to someone from above or below. Uh, they which is very, very odd, and that could also symbolize odd. points of his points of his decision making whether he should go to hell or heaven because yep. if he's looking from above then he's obviously already chosen the higher ground but if he's looking from below then he's on the lower end of his decision yep um but rocket man's one of the only people that looks him in the eye so gabrielle gets in the stanford orientation thing and she's so excited she's not worried about troy or the spring musical at all really um honestly she's probably doing it for she's probably doing the spring musical for troy in the first place um but now she's starting to move on with her life and as much as he as, as much as she can for the time being. So she's trying to move on and be her own person without Troy cuz Troy's been in her life ever since she got into East High. East High is just Troy for her. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so even before she got into East High, even literally before. she met him the week before she was about to transfer not knowing at all who he was or where he was from and then suddenly found him to be there on her first day of school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um now we're going into just want to be with you. All I wanna do. I do have a part of about the theory for this. With you. Okay, okay, this might be Rachel's type A side coming out. If I ever fall in love with someone who is also musically talented, Riley just rolled her eyes because she I does not. I know what you're gonna say. What? What? What are you gonna say? What am I gonna say? That you're gonna want them to sing this with you and perform this with you because it's cute and romantic. Uh, it's a little more complicated than that oh okay go for it then give us give us your romantic quest my slight romantic yearnings if i ever fall in love with someone who is also musically talented sing especially singing wise i have a list of duets that i will force them to perform with me and this song is one of them is on there all right i don't blame you I would do the exact same thing. See, Riley's like, Riley's taking this so nonchalantly, but it literally took me, that was so embarrassing for me. No, man. Like, having, it's the song to High School Musical 3, Bop. And it's not, it's not that it's a High School Musical song. It's admitting that I want to be in love. (laughs) That's your problem. That's your emotions, babe. Being perceived. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. I hate you. I'm being perceived currently. All right. So the song starts off with Ryan and Kelsey singing, which is like, fine, whatever. But I think that she actually did write the song for Gabriella and another guy and not Troy. Because she writes a song after the basketball game. Kelsey? Yes. Um, because I guess through the throughout the entire song, we see Gabriella actually on stage rehearsing with Ryan while Troy is fucking around in the audience. Kind yeah. of climbing over chairs and shit. He's being, a, he's being an asshole, actually, yeah. He's being an asshole, but he's not being coached by Ryan at all. Yeah, he's not being directed at all. Not being directed at all by Darbus, who is the director. Or, or Ryan, Ryan, who's, who's a choreographer. And AD, if we're getting and for real And AD, here. if we're getting for real. But... He's the one, he's just fucking around in the ch- with the chairs, standing on stuff, and Gabrielle's the only one actually being directed. On stage, yeah. On stage, being directed. So and she's looking at him, and she's in the balcony, right? She's in the balcony. So not only is she above him as in on stage, she's above him even in the if, balcony. He become, if he gets on stage and he has to climb up to her. Yep. Literally climb yep. from purgatory, from the inferno to, to Gabriella. Heaven. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So. I hate it here. As you should. Um. I don't really have a transition scene in between this song and the boys are back. Oh, the boys are back are so sad. That's such a oh, no, because then they see themselves as kids too. Because they used to hang out there. So oh no. So let's let's so, talk about Chad's grieving. 
So the one thing that I haven't really mentioned at all is that Troy is fixing up an old car throughout this entire music movie, and so he, he brings, can have a car. So he can have a car. Um, and he brings Chad along to the car park where they kind of grew up as kids in the original plot. Now, theory-wise, Chad, Chad goes back to where it all began. Uh, and relives his child me- childhood memories with, with Troy, and he's probably crying while sitting on a big tire by the end of it. Yeah, because if, for those who don't know, the boys are back. Is like the uh, it's them singing about their friendship and looking at this uh, and looking around in these auto part junk yard um, for parts for Troy's car. But they apparently used to hang out there and pretend to be like pirates and ninjas and all this shit. And halfway through the song in the movie. Uh, it switches to them as little kids, as little kids the, like and pr- same and exact outfits, pretending. whatever, and still pretending. And then it switches them back to the or their more okay. adult versions at the end. Um, that but is terribly sad. Also, keep in mind at the end of the boys are back. There's like a bunch of background dancers. There's a bunch of stuff. There are. But yeah. then at the but then when the song ends, it's just them two. It's back just them to back. two back to back. No, it's it's them two and the and the camera angle is bird's eye, super far up. So, if anything, it could just be Chad by himself. Yeah, it's definitely just Chad by himself. And Troy's ghost kind of just lingering. Um, All I wanna do. And also, it's interesting because um, before the boys are back, or after, I think, I think after the boys are back, um, Ch- George, George still doesn't know what to do with his future and talking to Chad about it. And Chad is so- You're saying, you're supposed to say Troy, but it really just sounded like you said George. I'm sorry, I mean Troy. Um, Troy doesn't know what to do Who's with his future. George? Hey, Judge. Riley knocking boxes off my bed. Wasn't me. Popping anyway. bottles in the ice. Getting um, slizzard. So it's, it's an interesting parallel to see because Chad is so sure about his future with his best friend. He's always been sure, though. He's always been Chad sure. Chad is very He's, much an earth sign. Yes, he is. He's very grounded. But um, here's the thing. With the boys are back and probably Chad crying at the end of it. Yes. Um, He is probably rethinking his life without Troy. Ugh. in this moment and um troy's like i don't know i'm dissipated. dead though you might want to rethink that because i don't know what i'm doing here in ghost form yeah that surety just completely dissipated yep and his his, entire, his best friend just, just is dead it's dead, dead. The how person, do you cope with that the person it's, that you've been friends with since, since you were you're kids 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 kids, kids. kids. It's, it's a decade if not longer it's definitely longer it's like it's Kin- like no they say kindergarten so that's 15 years yeah so like it's it's definitely like chad is definitely grieving real hard and if he wasn't because he's a it's, sociopath it's, and he killed troy like that's the, it it's the person that knows you better than you know yourself that mm-hmm. just died mm-hmm. and you know you thought you knew them better than you did at the end of the day but you like it's not his better, fault better. Anyway, so gabrielle know myself gabrielle is starting to like really show signs of her being torn between stanford um and theory why she could just be thinking about the life that she could have built with troy but if she just stayed in albuquerque true you talk, um, are you going to talk about Walk Away? No, this is not Walk Away yet. Walk okay. Away is a little further down. I don't know how where we are in the movie. Uh, I haven't seen it in almost, at least six years. We are right before uh, Walk Away, but I have so much to say before Walk Away. Okay, okay, okay. Because um, ta- she's also talking to Taylor. Taylor also, ma- also mentions Troy, and there's a huge beat change. Is there really? There's a huge For those of you who don't change. know what beat changes are, in acting, what beat changes are is they're flipping tactics or emotions. We don't like trying, we don't try and say emotions because you're not trying to play emotion, you're trying to play action. Yeah. That is for all my acting teachers who never listen to this but want to say, uh-uh, Rachel, not, you're not playing emotion. No, I no, know no. I'm not. I know I'm not. Uh, but it's a shift. So it's a f- tangible shift that you make as an actor um, because either something's not going your way or there's a topic change, something like that. Yeah. And so when Taylor mentions the words Troy, there's a change. There's a huge there's change. There's a shift. Especially on Gabrielle's part because she's smiling before that and, and her sh- face literally drops. 
holy shit completely completely it's literally like and then she's like and then taylor literally it's it changes so much to where taylor stops and she's like oh my god i'm so sorry i didn't mean to do that and she goes around to the other side and hugs her the serious canon if the serious Taylor, canon, if, what is this scene? What is this scene? Exactly, exactly. It's a scene where she's talking. No, I'm just saying, like, what in the fuck is this scene if not canon? If not canon, why the fuck? Literally, she mentions, uh, it's almost as if she had died in the real plot as well. Uh, I also quoted a couple things. Um, there will be other guys, I promise. Oh, because, okay, where this fits in the movie is that Taylor thinks they're going to break up. Yes. Which is, yes, Which sad. Which is different. But that's different, but it's not. But it's, it's not, not a, oh my god, I'm so sorry, and a hug type of thing if they haven't broken up and they're not even fighting. You don't say that to someone in a committed relationship still. Yeah, in a happy committed in relationship. In a happy committed happy relationship. Happy committed relationship. Um, and then I also just uh, quoted her mom saying, sometimes life just happens, mija. Oh, yeah. And, like, they're hugging her on the balcony. More fucking balcony imagery. There's a lot of balcony imagery. Um, Which also plays into their, like, Romeo and Juliet esque relationship yeah and i mentioned it later i mentioned uh i mentioned a lot of i mentioned romeo and juliet with chat with chad and troy this rather movie's than, always been romeo and juliet it always has been we all know um so troy then goes to the tree house to think so he he goes to the higher ground yeah 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 to think and be sad and shit and troy and gabriella sing uh right here right now reprise yes um, separately separately from their perspective high from points. their perspective high points and I think Gabriella is also wearing white in this scene, but I'm not. I'm not. Wear, I'm not exactly sure. She, she wears, wears a, lot, a of lot of white. Yeah, she wears I would a lot just of like white. counter and say she wears. A, they they she put wears a lot of white put, after the first movie. They put her in a lot of white. Well, I get I get for the su- second one because it's summer and they're wearing like a lot of linen and pe- more pastel-y bright colors. But okay for the third. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the reason I didn't mention Sharpay, the reason why I didn't think like the reason why Gabriella is still alive and in the plot is because Sharpay's B plot is on. Gabrielle's on, plot. Yes, yes, yes. And so yes. Sharpay finds out that about her program, which has been really hush hush, only really Taylor knew. Yeah. Um, Sharpay finds out about it, prints out the picture, and shows it to Troy. Yeah. Shows yeah, it to yeah, Troy yeah. and congratulates Troy. So and then it's, it's, just, it's literally the same thing she did in the first movie with literally the, the same thing. thing. Mo- it's motif. the literal first thing. Sharpay has no arcs. No. She does not grow. No, she, she grows doesn't. a little bit at the end, but then she reverts right back, back to her old ways. It's, there's no growth there's, in Sharpay. There's no permanent growth. Yes. I love Sharpay because she's just a stark ass villain. Yes. Um uh and he so Troy finds out and then he calls Gabriella and he climbs up her balcony. Again? So he's in the lower half when he's uh, talking to her. He literally brings up like pizza yeah he, he brings an with, offering with a, yeah for heaven yeah in that sense he pays his way in heaven he pays his way and so he talks to gabriella um is this when they're sitting on her floor t- sitting on their their her floor eating mm-hmm. chocolate covered strawberries. strawberries yep um some of this imagery stuck with me <laughs> he calls gabriella and they talk and shit and troy is upset and, and sad but he tells gabriella to go to stanford anyway um, yeah, he's because a good he's not ghost, a shitbag. He, he's a good ghost boyfriend <laughs> for this. Oh, Greg, take notes. Oh my god, I haven't talked to my ghost boyfriend in forever. That's your fault. You're a bad. I know. You're a bad. I'm a bad girlfriend. girlfriend. I'm a bad alive girlfriend. And here's the thing: she says goodbye to Troy. Not she does. She not good night. She gives him a goodbye. She gives him a goodbye, which and is that could, very final. It's very final because she she's like, yeah, I'm leaving in like a couple days, in the original plot. Yeah, but in the sense of the theory. 
She's letting him go. She's letting him go. She's moving. She on. is moving on. And and she will still be sad about it. She will still be upset about it. But she but knows she, she has to continue she has to, to grow accept to live. it. Yeah. She has to accept what happened. Yeah. And saying her saying goodbye, she says goodbye literally and then strokes his like face, face. and like the back of his neck. Yeah. And like it's really clear imagery. Um and so now we now we go into walk away. Just walk away. Keep in mind. Oh, and don't look back. Also, Troy. If my heart breaks, it's gonna hurt so bad. After having that conversation with with Gabriella, he goes back down the balcony. He goes he goes back down the tree. Uh, yeah, because he snuck into her house. In the he first snuck place. into her house. But that could also be him realizing that him. he can't pay his way into heaven, rather than and he can't follow her into heaven without earning it himself. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, um, so walk away. Gabrielle is grieving and packing for Stanford. We kind of already covered it in like the first half um, of what I just was talking about. Also, at one point, Troy's hanging out on the roof by himself, missing Gabriella of the roof of the school. Casual. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we literally see a lot of solitary shots of Troy by himself. And like even in like the hallways, public places. Yeah. We see a lot of solitary shots of just Troy. So that could mean like Troy's. Troy is really not ha- having a fun time in ghost form. With Troy Gabriella. is really feeling the full effects of purgatory now. Yes. And, it, and without anyone around him, without anyone around him in the hallways and shit like that. Yeah. Um, one thing I kind of forget to mention is that we hardly see Troy interact with his parents until literally after walk away. Okay. Um, cause even like, they in talk the- about his suit for prom. Uh, that's oh late. no! This that's is the scene later. where they're on. Is this the scene where they're on the phone? He and Gabriella, and his mom is bringing in groceries, but the whole team is no. There. That's the that's 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 in the first movie. Um, is it the no? Whole, no, no, no. Because um, the whole team doesn't come over. Only Chad does in this movie. Okay, then it's just Chad. Um, but uh, that's that's a little later. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, that's after Scream, I believe. Give me a literally minute. again. It's just don't even look it up, Riley. I haven't seen this movie in six years. Um. Even if it is, um, no, 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 it's after Scream. It's definitely after Scream. Um, so we hardly see Troy talk to his parents, right? Um, he talks to them in the beginning of the movie when he's still alive. And then. Yeah, he has that discussion during halftime. He has a discussion during halftime. And, um, so we kind of see also his dad's grieving process a little bit because his dad is playing basketball by himself. himself. And then Troy comes in. Yes. He's not playing with Troy at the beginning of the scene. Troy comes into the scene. Oh, um, that's very, that's very, that's very, um, 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 um. Why didn't you go with her? I don't know what you're quoting. Yes, you do. Um. I was the one who loved oh, you. Oh, next to normal. I was the one who cared. It's, uh, I was the one who was there. I am the one, and you walked away. Yeah, it's very much dad grieving. Why aren't? Why didn't you go with her? Hi, dad. Um, but Troy and his dad usually play, usually play basketball outside, but it's like ten o'clock at night. It's late at yeah. night. The sun is like set set. Um, especially in the first movie, we see it. But we having that moti- that motif play out here. Theory wise, is that he's really doing his favorite activities with his son. Um. Also, Troy. Uh, just OG plot wise, Troy Troy finally tells his dad about him looking looking at other options, not even his, yeah, not even committing to anything, looking. looking, and they fight like not fight bad, but they but no argue. they argue they, they disagree, argue. and leading Troy to just break into the school, it's, 
casually, yeah, and not knowing where he's going, he just causes damage and mischief. Like, how does he have access to the school if, because it's nighttime? Honestly, though, like, you could probably get into Riley, the school at nighttime. Riley, you and I never went to public school. Yeah. I, we don't- Janitors are there, and some doors are left unlocked because of after-school activities, like practices, rehearsals, uh, clubs, yes. things like that. And I know that you think it's, like, 10 o'clock. It's probably but not. It's probably, like, 9 o'clock, It's probably, like, o'clock. 9 o'clock, but, like, Miss Darbus is still there. Well, I talk I talk about Miss Darbus later. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, we never went to public school where there was an, where there was a building that housed classrooms. We just went into in, individual individual classrooms had to for lock. high school. Yes, which you had to lock, and each individual teacher was responsible for their locking their own room. Yeah, but which I'm sure they are in normal schools too, but they're not yeah. responsible for locking the building itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that might just be me stretching a little bit. I never th- I never thought it was weird that he could get into the school. With the way he, because of the way he sneaks around it in high well, school, also he, one, when he's avoiding Chad and his father. Yeah, he knows the school very well. He, indeed, you're yes. right. And he also does enter through the basketball like uh, locker mm-hmm. rooms. So yep. maybe that's a little less weird than I thought it was. It's a little less weird that he's that he got in, but it's more weird that he decided to go there. Yeah, that's what's weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I just thought like maybe like because he was dead he would have easier access to get into things. He just floated through the fucking walls. Yeah. And then decided there would be no mischief. need for him to have to try to like break into the school because he's kind of haunting his friends and his family's there all the time. Yeah. Um. So now we're gonna talk about Scream. Scream is I maybe love a page Scream. long. I have this. I I literally did a page long maybe analysis of the song itself, and I'm going to read the lyrics at some point. Okay. Because, let's go. Because this is the eleven o'clock number. This is very dramatic, and it's very. This is the song of High School Musical. This 3. is the song. This is the song where you like Scream is so good, and it's because, and oh, this is where also the theory really kicks into high gear because weird things happen during Scream. weird things happen during Scream, and we'll talk. We're, we're, okay, so. This is, this is, theory-wise, this is how, this is really where Troy realizes, oh, I'm dead. What the fuck do I do? Yes. Where do I go? What do I do, man? And so, he could go into heaven, which is something that he would want, or he could go into hell, which is what he feels is, quote-unquote, right. But why would he feel hell would be right? He's not gay. He is he's, literally straight. He's, he's he is straight. Cis, cis, he is cis Um, um But, uh, as far as the movie is concerned, as far he's as straight head. Straight head. Um, but since Troy died really young, it's hard to tell where he would go in Christianity terms. No. No? In Christianity and in Catholicism, you get your Holy Communion by 13, which is your... You get baptized as a baby, and you learn your rights, and you pledge yourself to God by, like, 13. Which, if you then continuously go to church, or at least pray, you're almost guaranteed into heaven. All right. Okay. I as don't long know as you rules. repent, your sins are washed away. Re- like, if you, you could repent for anything, and as, as long as you do your Hail Marys or Ten yeah. Our Fathers, whatever, you are let into heaven. Mm-hmm. But you, the whole part is repenting. And that's for, like, the. And that excludes the very, um, I guess, extreme versions of Catholicism and Christianity, like evangelicalism, or, I guess, Mormonism. The Mormons are scary. I don't want to get. I don't want to get doxed, docked. Um. But even if they're mildly practicing Christian Catholics, which of course we're never yeah. mentioned because it's a decom, he wouldn't have this belief he's going to hell unless he's done something like kill a man yeah. or be gay or yeah, okay. something like that. Yeah. But I think for the sake of your theory, it's him 
maybe he would have that guilt over not lying to his parents, but not being fully truthful about everything he wants out of life and just going with yeah. the basketball boy image and because his father's the coach and he does genuinely enjoy basketball, but it's not all that he wants. So therefore yeah. he lied about who he was and what he wants. Yeah. And like, that might be the most articulate thing I've said in three days, but, <laughs> um, but like also, I don't know much about Christianity. I don't really know. Shows. Obviously. Um, but this also could be about how unsure he is about letting about dying and letting go of his friends at yes. each high. Yes. And uh, all of his family members. Even unbaptized babies go to purgatory, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why purgatory is kind of a scary place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this song really accentuates the, the point of Troy having to choose something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Troy is cheaty out of Gagne. I got it. Um, oh, you've never seen The Good Place. Never mind. Nope. Um. I'm going to talk about a little bit about this song musically. So the song starts out very soft and reflective um, with the lyrics such as the, the day the door is closed, the, the echoes closed, fill your soul. The echoes fill your soul. They won't say which way to go. Just trust your heart. Thank you. To find what you're here for. Keep going, I guess. Did I get it right? Yeah, you're Open right. I'm looking at it. another door. I'm not sure anymore. It's just so hard. And under all of that is just like soft Queen piano. Queen. I like stuff like that. Um, So, and so like, but then we see a motif from the first high school musical, which is the basketball dropping from the ceiling. Yeah, but these ones are very, very obviously animated, where the other ones, they just ball yeah. dropped them all. Yeah, they just said, fuck you guys, fuck your heads. Um, Which I think, theory-wise, that this could be, like, Troy looking back on its own memories, rather than it happening in real yeah. time. And it, it and coincides with the first rip of an electric guitar, which yes, which is which denotes anger. Um, yeah. If you, it, it, music theory, when it comes to music theater and acting, isn't so much about, like, where the notes are, because, it, of course it is. But like when you're looking to a looking at a piece of like your under track or your karaoke track for music theory to act or for musicals to act, you're like, how does this make you feel? How does this denote what the character is feeling? Is there a struggle? What brings in this feeling of hopelessness, of sadness? Is it a little wavier? Does it feel more like water? What does that mean to you? And it's just little clues to give you when acting. And so to go from something so quiet and silent like that to where it's basic piano some chords a little bit of tinkling and then one two three like bum 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 on the piano into straight rock chords into then a heavy rock song just denotes anger frustration despair just denotes it it, it feels i don't anger is the wrong word but it just it feels frustration i think it feels more raw it feels more intense yeah, yeah, yeah. Which in rock music tends to feel more intense. Yeah. That's what's been and socialized into our brains. Emotions. And it builds intense emotions. And um, I've been watching on TikTok. Uh, people are talking about how, like, you can't be conservative and punk at the same time. And it's because you can't. Because if you listen to the words of punk music, they're generally ACAB. They are fuck the government. They're leftist. Fuck, they're everything. And people who are like, ah, oh, Rage Against Don't the bring- Machine is, re- is, is the leftist cult. I'm so mad I ever listened to him. Who do you fucking think the machine is, asshole? Yeah, it's literally it's Rage Against the, the System, you fuckass. It's in the, ti- it's in if the you band were, name if you the just li- Yeah, if you just opened up your goddamn motherfucking eyes and... S- right-wingers listen to pop... No, listen to pop. Listen to punk and rock music. 
simply for the anger of it, not for the message and not for the reason it is written. They just want to fuel their anger and their incel beliefs. But when they finally open up their crusty cum sock like eyes, they see that it is not a message they want to hear. And therefore they denounce whatever fan fandom money, whatever they've spent and invested in this band simply because they do no they do not want to be associated with anything against their sh- stupid, shitty ideologies. All right, high school musical theory again. Uh, Sorry, so, I get no, 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 real you're mad. fine. You're Music fine. theory gets me hated. Uh, so I'm gonna just read a couple more of the lyrics, um, just to really say like, yeah, the poignant ones. Uh, I know they've got a plan, but the ball's in my hands. This is something of this a choice. This time it's man to man. You're Switching, right. Riding, so this is where we enter the scene where the walls are turning around and he's just trying they, to yeah, they, walk they just, through the They straight cycle. up put Zac Efron in a rotating box to film yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And so, and he ends up falling a few times. Like at one yeah. point, at the beginning, he starts like jumping so off the walls. So for those of you who haven't seen it, what it is, it's a normal school hallway, but then it starts to turn. Uh, so walls become ceiling, ceiling becomes walls, vice yeah. versa. It turns in a full 360 circle and he's just trying to move through it. And if, at he's the beginning, he's level. like, yeah, he's running, he's, he's jumping, jumping against things, but, but eventually he gives up. He gives up and he starts falling down the walls. And he, he rolls around on them. And he, he rolls. He's, 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 it's a very, very, Scream is the best. If you have not, if you don't know High School Musical, please watch Scream. Please watch Scream. If anything oh, it's else. so good. Because it is the least High School Musical sounding one of them all. And it actually showcases a lot of Zac Efron's talents. Yeah, Zac I love Zac Efron. They didn't let him sing in the first movie. No. But they let him sing in movies two and three, which is why the voice sounds different. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Drew Seeley. Thanks, Drew Seeley. Um, theory-wise, this shows to- Troy's utter lack of control in choosing where to go. He doesn't, because it's not a choice that Troy can make anymore. And yeah. he wants to make some scream due to the, due to the uncertainty he of it He literally has zero per control right now. Yeah. And that's even and in his ability to stand and walk. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, and it's also like and a that's purgatory. How multi- that's how it's um, manifesting. It's not yeah. he, he he can he can walk, he can run, he can talk, but yeah. it's manifesting in his ability to maintain his surroundings and yeah. maintain his focus. And also, this is where like the rose-colored glasses that we mentioned earlier are starting start, to slip, starting to slip off. Yes, and say, and him realizing maybe. I didn't make it past that basketball game. I mean, yeah. Or maybe like, maybe everything isn't happening the way I'm seeing it. Yes. Um, uh, I was like, I don't think he'd be able to pinpoint it until much later reflection once he realizes he's yes. dead. Because Troy's a little fucking thick. But, a little. Um, and not like, mm, daddy thick, but like no, thick, thick, like dense. Do you hear that rattling? That's my one, that's my pee brain. Do you like that baby girl? That's, that's the sound of my pee, my, my sound, pee my brain, brain rattling around, around in my, my skull. skull. Um, some more lyrics. It's spinning faster. What do I do now without you? I don't know what to go. What's the right team? I, I want, want my, my own thing. thing. So, so bad, bad I'm going to scream. I can't, I can't choose. So confused. so confused. What's it all mean? I want my own dream. So bad I'm going to scream. Yeah. Uh. So now we see Troy be genuinely angry because he just doesn't. Yeah. He's losing control of everything. So frustration would definitely be the topic at the beginning of this. Yeah. Of this uh, rock versus of these rock verses. Yeah, yeah. But it devolves into into anger. anger. And here's the thing, we're, we 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 get out of the we get out of the hallway oh, spinning hellhole, tube. But now we're in the hallway with like the lockers in his own locker, right? Yeah. And so he's saying he wants to break down the wall while punching lockers, lockers yeah. while punching multiple lockers. Um, not being able to interact with your loved ones once you're deceased must be extremely f- frustrating. And even though he thinks that he is, he's not. He's not. Everything's very shallow. 
and you and you want to show them that you're still with them, but they don't they they will never know that you're there. Yes. And so, uh, the lyrics. Uh, uh, I'm finding yeah, it. Curse down. No, 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 not yet. No. Um, I'm kicking down the walls. I'm gonna I'm make them fall. fall. Just break, break through them, them all. I'm, I'm pushing and crushing. crushing. I'm gonna, gonna fight to find, find myself, me, me and, and no, no one else. Oh. Yep. Which way I can't tell. I'm searching, I'm searching, I'm searching. Something's upside down. Spinning faster. That's the next part, is it? That was that was earlier. Um, There's a background part there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like nothing works without you. And then now we see him. He, in the song, he just asks what's it all mean too many times for it to just for be about... To be speculative about this one college decision. Yeah, right? He's questioning it's, his own... Even in context, he's questioning his own morality, his own mortality. Yeah. And any how any choice he makes now has a butterfly effect for the rest of his life, which is terrifying. Exactly, which is terrifying. I mean, when you're 17, 18, choosing things like that, that is... Riley knows this is terrifying. It's horrifying. But when... I mean, not even that I have such a great perspective on it, because I'm only 23. But, like... When you get to your later years, later 40s, 50s, you realize even if you did something in college, your life is going to change so fucking drastically that really, unless you committed a heinous crime that's on your record forever, really nothing you do matters. Exactly. And that's and it's and, and, and small things like that. You're like, because you can always change your major in college. Yeah. yeah, where, yeah, yeah. But, but everything seems so monumental. Yeah, when and like younger. you have less you have less life experience as well. Yeah, and, and you have less control over the choices you can make. Exactly. So when you are given your first big choice, Hard. horrifying. Horrifying. Um, he seems to be trying to gain control throughout this entire song, trying to figure out what's happening to him and the people around him. Yes. Troy has a warped set sense of what's happening because I think he still believes that he's alive. And that all the grieving, oh, he definitely, still and all the grieving alive. acts that his friends are going through, yeah. he is going through it with them, like Gabriella dancing, Chad pulling pranks, yeah. Dad playing basketball. Um, he then rips down the giant poster of himself. Of himself. Of himself. No one else. Himself. Yeah, Chad's the, is still there. Chaz and the other and, and the Zeke. Cre- and Zeke's is the, still about there. They're about to say the boy. <laughs> I was Zeke. The, Zeke. They're, Put some respect and, on his and name. And keep in mind, Troy's in the middle. He rips on the one in the middle. Yep. He rips on his own. Um, yep. Which is hella symbolic in this context because ripping down the alive version of yourself from the ghost version. Terrifying. Terrifying. Um, I don't know where to go. What's the right thing? I want my own thing. So, so bad I'm gonna, I'm scream. gonna scream. I can't choose. So confused. Um, so we see, and now we see him going into the theater and dancing along the rigging lines, which is dangerous, Troy, dangerous as fuck, but also represents, wait, but is he he on the lines on the floor or I can't remember. No, he's on the railing. He, okay. He's, and he's tugging on the, and he's tugging on the, when uh, you, when you got, when you got fly lines, um, and rigging, theatrical rigging, those things tend to be 20 plus feet in the air. The ones in the Weiss, which are is the theater at our university, um, are like forty to fifty feet in the air. Yep. And there's no unless to cross between them when you cross like above the stage, you didn't get to do this because you haven't taken scenery. Um, you have to walk along s- poles to get there. Um, it is not solid. Your feet could go through them, and you could get very, very injured. I have a picture of my feet on them and all of the techs immediately yelled at me because they were like, no phones in the fly system. And I'm like, I wasn't told. <laughs> Sorry. Next time I won't. There has been no next time because that was terrifying and I don't have to go up there. But yeah, those things are high as fuck in the air. So that's dangerous. That's why I thought maybe he was, because the fly system and certain controls, can, it just depends how you set up your theater and your rigging, yeah. can be controlled from an upper deck or from the ground. 
or from the actual like things themselves from the ropes themselves on no, the ground. Riley, yes that's what i'm saying i know but there it's it, it's a rope pulley system is what it is for those who don't know um and there can be like a deck above some some odd feet in the air which is what i'm talking about the 20 to 40 60 feet whatever in the air and then um it just depends on how you set up your rigging system because you can control some from the ground too uh so you don't have to send people into the flies during a show where it's literally pitch black yeah um so in the theory it's context so of him okay. teeter-tottering between uh, yes but again is he in the, is he 60 feet of in the air no, or is he on the on ground, the ground. thank he's, you okay the less dangerous the less dangerous one because they're all, weighted at the bottom like they're weighted at the bottom like unless you unlock them he's not gonna pull anything he's not gonna pull out anything of place. out of place but he still shouldn't be doing it no he's on the rail i can feel all the stage managers yelling yes Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, but he is on like the the he's on, he's not on the ground pulling them. He's on the railing pulling. Yes, them. he's sta- okay. But see, but he's not. Originally, when I asked you this question, I wanted to know if he was in the air or if I he didn't was know there on was a the difference. S- to be completely honest. Okay, okay, you didn't. Okay, I didn't know that okay. there was some okay. above as well. He's standing on the railing on the thing, but he's not sixty feet in the air. He is yes. standing on the railing that holds the fly system on the ground. Yes. God damn um, it, Riley. I, I didn't know there was a difference. I'm sorry. Um, but it could be symbolic of him teeter-tottering between heaven and hell because he is literally on a thin line. Yeah, he's walking that thin he's line He's walking that thin forth. line, and he's pulling on yes, the ropes on the himself. Ropes. Um, Let me in. Let me in. Also, Miss Darbus is just in the theater. Yeah. And, and, like, okay, this could also just be me, like, being weird about it, but, like, it's not really extremely realistic because she didn't, like he didn't call her or anything. He didn't because she's sitting in the dark theater alone. There's no one else there. It's not a dark theater. There are lights on. He doesn't. Not turn in the th- back. He yeah okay. But on the the stage lights are on yeah. But everything else is dark. Okay. See that's weird to you, but it's not weird to me. I used to it's hang fair. out at the theater, and if I were an adult who had a theater who I, she didn't own the theater, but had a theater like that and had. You know, anything on my mind. A theater, like, I've always, I think I tweeted it or put it on Facebook literally, like, my first year when I was performing at EPCC when I was 15, even though I was a high schooler and not a college kid like everyone else. I sat on the stage for the first time, and I'm like, oh, I'm home. Stages will always feel like home to me, even if it's a stage I've never been on before. So I wouldn't think it's odd that she, as a theater person, also, that actress was in the Chorus Line movie as one of the main characters. I think she was Sheila. Nice. Anyway, she's a, she's a Broadway actress, and she has a Tony Award, by the way. Just love this one. Love Miss Darbus. Um, I wouldn't think it – it would be a common thing. Because yeah. directors take notes in the dark all the time. True. Um, and so I would think, even if she's not there to do things like, oh, I just need to see the stage so I can block something in my head, or anything like that, I would think even if she's just trying to do, like, divorce papers. Fuck it. That was just – Fuck yeah. it, Miss Darbus is getting divorced tonight. Ca- is this just casual? Like, I feel it. I would feel most comfortable even in the dark. All right. Uh, however, I would like- be we- I would be weirded out that a student came in and started started screaming, even though neither was supposed to be there. But I would probably be like, "All right, does that feel good?" Because that's what she does. That's what she does. But like, I I don't take this as as weird as you find it. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I- I'm just indoctrinated into the cult that is High School Musical, though. I don't know. Um. I, how I rationalize this in the theory, and keep in mind, this is where I'm kind of also stretching a little bit, um, is that she's a little kooky. It she's always with, been a little kooky. I bet she can see ghosts. That's what I literally said. Yep. And though she stayed after to talk to Troy's demented spirit and give him advice. 
demented is not the right word. It is not, but I couldn't think of the other tormented. word. Tormented. Tormented spirit and give him advice. Because that's what she does. She gives him advice. She does. She absolutely. And then she says, turn your lights, turn the lights off on your way out. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, she even says it. I find the theater to be a wonderful tool for yeah. expression. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I just, I just thought it was weird. You just I've never experienced it, okay. it, I guess. I mean, cause I've been in like theaters alone, but I haven't been in theaters in the dark alone. If that makes sense. Because you're a scaredy cat. Like, yeah, but <laughs> I've hung out on stage while waiting. Like back in the olden days at Kids and Co. When Kids and Co. had its own building. Uh, if I was waiting for people or my mom just hadn't picked me up yet and everyone left, I would just lay on stage. Well, I would lay on stage, too, but I'm I, could, stage. I, I could literally sit in the lobby in the comfy couches, but no, I decided just to lay ass on the stage. Yeah, I've done that as well. Um, so, moving on. We see Gabriella at Stanford, and we see Troy rehearsing for the spring musical and getting his tux to prom with his mom and Chad in, in the... It's that scene. It's that scene. Um, then we find out uh, Troy gets a call from Gabriella. Yep. Gabriella can't co- come back for prom, so she can't come back to any other high school or senior event like graduation because she doesn't want to say goodbye to people. Cause she's like, I ran out of goodbyes. I ran out of goodbye. Um, Chad is a good friend <laughs> while Troy is being sad. Um, Troy then goes to visit Gabriella at Stanford. He fucking drives her in his shitty little car, <laughs> and he goes to dance with her at their at their prom at Underneath Stanford. Underneath a tree. Underneath a tree that he climbed. My um, monkey man. Keep in mind, this truck has broken down. They literally every other parts scene. of it from a fucking junkyard. Every every other scene, this car breaks down. How so the fact that he's driving a thousand something miles to go to Stanford and California the truck from California from New Mexico. Yeah. Um that's at least two and a half states. Yeah, so literally I think this is also under Tro- Troy's warped sense of reality where like he makes it to Gabriella and he's in a suit for prom. But uh so Gabriella's really missing everyone from East High, so when her ghost when her dead g- boyfriend shows up at Stanford, she's shocked to say the least. Also uh, this is where I mentioned the. This is where I first really noticed the fucking uh, hi, uh, elevation difference, um, because Troy enters the scene from the top of, from the top of a tree, while Gabrielle yeah. is wearing white. It is a fourteen and a, oh, it's a fifteen-hour drive at fastest from Albuquerque to Stanford in a shitty little truck. Yep, it is two days, sixteen forty sixteen hours and forty minutes at the slowest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, I literally quoted, um, um, I literally quoted what Gabriella said was like, what is it with you and trees, Gabriella? Uh, I guess I can see things more clearly from up here. Troy. Gazing down from the top of the world, suddenly seeing a different city. Um, I have this Where's all- that from, Riley? I don't know. I wasn't listening. Fuck you. I wasn't listening. Gazing down from the top of the world, suddenly seeing a different city. Things this is look tiny and friendly and fair. When just for a moment things stop here at the top of the world. And it's familiar, but I don't. I Quasimodo, say something. Take our advice. Be brave and say something. Please don't think twice. Quasimodo say Esmeralda. It's fucking Hunchback. Anyway, um, we are- I love Hunchback! I know, we are so close to the end, Rachel. God damn it. We're on page- <laughs> I know, David. I know. 
we are on page eight of nine. This is all in parentheses, this next part. Um, so he obviously hops down from the tree to dance with Gabriella, and they think, can I have this dance reprise? But they kind of do it in this dreamlike sequence where they pretend they're at prom with everyone else. Yeah, it, it, it goes back and forth between them being alone and dancing underneath the tree, and then super and then at prom with everyone else all dancing in a circle. Also, a cute little music theory thing um, that supports my third of the argument is that Gabriella sings the last note alone. Uh, Troy, oh. Troy starts out the song. And they sing together. And then Gabriella. But Gabriella is, is the ending him. note by herself. That she supports the theory. She does she's not alone. sing the, any other part of the song alone. Just the last note. Nope. Nope. So, yep, this, yep. so, so he dissipated from. She was. It may be his ghost or it may be her idle machinations of what it would have been like to go to prom with him. Yep. And suddenly realizing you're alone at the end. Yep. 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 It's yep. I dreamed to dance. They're waltzing and then she suddenly is alone. Nice little musical touch. Um. So you're then welcome. they talk afterwards and he's like. And this is a quote literally verbatim. You might be ready to say goodbye to East High, but East, East High is not ready, ready to say, say goodbye, goodbye to, you. to you. Troy, her dead boyfriend. Um, Troy, her dead boyfriend. Hey. Hey, oh. Troy. Dead, dead Troy. I need a little help here. <gasps> I'm probably talking to myself here. But Dead Troy, I gotta ask. Are you really in the ground? Cause I feel you all around me. Are you here? Dead Troy. Dead Troy. Anyway. um. Oh my god, it fits. Dead Troy. Anyway, the show is beginning. Troy isn't there. Fucking obviously. Because he wasn't going to be there in the first place. He knew he wasn't going to. It's really theoretically irresponsible of him just to not do that and not call yeah. his understudy. Or the stage manager. Y- you should call the stage manager. Yeah. Uh, Rocket Man got assigned to be the understudy earlier. I just didn't mention it because it wasn't important. It doesn't matter till now. Um, so, but since Troy is gone, Rocket Man has to go on for him. Even if we're miles apart. Theory-wise, Troy has an honorary spot in the musical. But someone else is going to sing the musical number with Gabriella anyway. Who then got replaced by Sharpay, but then, but then the that person bailed, leaving Rocket Man. Even if we're miles and miles and miles apart. So now we're in spree. All I wanna do. <laughs> it's so, the best scene. I know, I know, I know, I know. Come on, we're almost getting there. God damn it, let me get Ew. there. Um, so we are at Senior Year Spring Musical, the song. Um. Honestly, it's not really important to the theory until the middle and end, so I didn't mention it. Okay. Um, Gabrielle and Troy kind of arrive after their number got performed by Rocket Man and Sharpay. Yes. Right? And then when Gabriella showed up, Sharpay won her song back from her understudy, who turned out to was be... a like, child prodigy from England. Whoops. Yeah. Um, that's the OG plot. Um, that's the B plot, you That's the B plot, yeah. Well, it's a part of the OG plot. Um, so, Troy and Gabriella just redo the number, or at least the second half of the number. Yeah. Which just is not realistic. Not, at no. All. At all. No. So, my theory is that Gabriella never really went back anyway. Yeah. Um, one, it's, she didn't have a fucking ride because if Troy was dead. Um, two, uh, literally, it's already been performed. The song has already been performed. I would say it's either Ghost Troy it's Troy it living again. It's the same thing with prom. It's her thinking about what would have happened should he never have died. It's Troy living out his last moments in high school with his warped reality, dead ass. Mm-hmm. Or Gabriella. Imagine or Gabriella it while imagining crying it in while her crying. dorm room. We're crying under underneath under the, the tree. Underneath the tree. We would have gone to prom, and the next time we would perform in this musical together, like we did last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Troy just pulls out roses he had backstage, but he was gar- driving with Gabriella for the last twenty-four hours. So how the fuck did he get those backstage? He's a ghost. He can do shit like that. 
they they come out of nowhere, Rachel. I promise you. I, I know. He, I, I know. He pulls I them out from behind the balcony, and I'm like, how the fuck did he get them there? He, and why didn't Rocket Man and Sharpay hit them over? That also literally he didn't he didn't text like Darbus or anything to put them there because he, he's dead. Well, one they also thought that he, he was, wasn't coming. He was he. They thought they he, he, he was, was late, coming. But- yeah. They thought he was coming until, like, last minute. So how the fuck would they he have gotten roses back there if he knew he wasn't fucking coming? Whatever. Um, So, mock graduation at the end of senior year, high spring yes. musical. Um, mock graduation, which turns into real graduation, which we'll get into. But they reveal what kind of happens in their future. Troy does not get the scholarship. Kelsey and Ryan do. They, yeah, Spoiler. they get both of the scholarship to Kelsey and Ryan. Yeah, the two they most decided. deserving of the, the four. The two most deserving. The two actually talented of the four. But I have a bone to pick about the scholarship thing because Ryan owns... Ryan's family has the money to send them to Juilliard and not have to it's do a scholarship. It's a prestige thing, right? It is a prestige thing. And, like, they have the money to... S- it, just because you have them, it's... I know. I know. But also, it's just like... I know. You're, you're picking a bone about it, but, like... Also, who says Ryan's... I know Ryan's parents seem supportive that both of their kids are in it, but how supportive are they when they don't actually end up going to the shows and Sharpay is actually very excited that her parents showed up for this one? True. That's very fair. That's very And they own a golf resort and a state, and which yeah. means they're very wealthy, and it means they probably expect their kids to only be doing this during high school and to give it up yeah. and follow into the family business. That's fair. Especially for Ryan, who is... Yeah, Sharpay is a little more touch and go because they let her win the talent show every year, but especially yeah. for Ryan, and they're probably also trying to beat the gay out of him. Not yeah. Beat, not, not beat in the but inherent, the- like, fist smacking part, but, like. Troy doesn't get the scholarship, but he does choose his basketball but he does and theater. Chooses? He does choose both basketball and theater at Berkeley, California. Um, Just 40 minutes away from Stanford. 30 something point seven miles. Miles away from fucking Stanford. Um, motherfucking Berkeley? That is a warped sense of reality Berkeley? of what actually happened. His dad was a, his dad was like like so happy in the audience that he chose Berkeley when okay. he when they literally had an argument about it a I couple mean, scenes ago, and they hadn't resolved it that we saw at all. I yeah, uh, I'm not even saying that we that we didn't see them resolve it. I'm just saying like I can't speak for parents. No, we can't. But what I am saying is that if you had a fight like that with your child where it was just them not wanting to do the one thing you had set for them it's it's very much the disney channel original movie that's not my dream dad it's your dream as a parent if you haven't talked to your child like that and you've seen them exercise their independence and their freedom in ways that are non-harmful then you'd have to come to realization like okay you know what maybe i don't need to be hovering like this i can be happy that he chose a good school. A good, a, and a good, basketball. I mean, and also, like, how many kids just don't go to college? And just, I'm not saying that if you don't go to college, you're not doing things with your life. But how many people just decide they're like, fuck it. Yeah. And he lives a comfortable life. He could just slack off. Like. He could slack off like he that. He could just slack off and do nothing for the, for, not forever, but for a really long time. So, I mean, as a parent, you would probably think, you know what? That is a fine compromise because you're doing what you want. You're getting a scholarship, so I don't have to pay for a lot of it. And you're being responsible enough to make a choice. Yeah, I I get that. I don't think his dad being proud it should play into this, even I, though they uh, had a fight. You're you're nitpicking I, for the sake of the theory, but I don't yes. like it. Okay, that's fair. Um, it also could be a part of his grieving process, but whatever. that too. It's the fact that uh, he's, he's watching the rest of the production go on, go on, and without ha- his son, and I, his I'm son. sure even if Troy was not actually there and was technically there in ghost form, there would have been like a and in memory in, of in memory Troy of Troy Bolton. 
um, Troy, middle name, Bolton. Troy, middle name, Bolton. <laughs> so, Chad just goes to shoot hoops in the middle of the presentation instead of staying on stage. Yeah, he doesn't want to deal with it. He doesn't, he doesn't want to... Yeah. Um, uh, but the interaction that is presented here is Chad finally coping with Troy's death. Saying shit like, yes. once once they hand us that diploma, we're done here, question mark. Yeah. Um, this very much reminds me of Romeo Mercutio talking, by it the is. way. It is. It, it, it's very... Uh, yeah. Especially the way that Troy goofs around like Mercutio. Who does? Because honestly, you would think that like Troy's Romeo, Chad's because that's Mercutio, how it's set, up, how in it's set up in the movie. In the movie, in the first one, in the first one. But I think they switch roles in this specific scene because I of mean how they switch archetypes. They don't switch roles. Plus, Mercutio's yes. not always the fun, jokey one. While Romeo is a big ass emo boy, they're still best friends. True, 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 true. That's fair. So just because he's jokey in one scene does not make him the Mercutio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm wrong. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just like, one joke does not have a Mercutio make. True. True, true. But, like, you know what I mean? I do. I do. It's 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 it's, it's a vague role reversal vague ro- from where they are because one is now and finally settled even though the other one was so sure for his yeah, entire life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and it's also Chad just And then being, they're like, we're going to play against each other. It's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is a cute little friendship thing. Which is a cute little thing. friendship thing. And it could kill their friendship, but it's fine. Uh, we're all in this together. Graduation mix. Uh, Troy isn't the fucking valedictorian by any stretch, but why is he the one talking at graduation? Uh, used to be able to nominate someone to speak. Really? Yep. I did not know that. That ended the year I graduated. Oh. Because I would have audi- I was going to audition for it. I was going to write a speech and audition for it so I could speak and be like, what up, fuckos? Oh, then, never mind. Never mind. Um, uh. The valedictorian was obviously Martha. Whatever. Or Taylor, who got into Yale. You're right. You're right. You're um, right. <laughs> you know, and this is just me being petty, but I didn't g- get to throw my graduation caps. I want my fucking money back. Anyway, also so many emo hair swoops. Uh, this came out in October 24th, 2018. We are almost at the anniversary of High School Musical 3. 2018? Tw- 2008. I was about to be like, what the fuck? No, it fucking did not. 2008. 2008. 2008. Thank so many emo hair God, swoops. You just fucking for killed me. Sorry. I'm so sorry. It's almost a 12-year anniversary of High School Musical 3. Also, Riley, um, we went and saw this movie in theaters during my emo phase. Of course we did. So, um, can, can you imagine Bubblegum Pop Justice Riley as a oh, six-year-old? As a six-year-old! Emo Hot Topic Paramore shirt wearing purple plastic <laughs> hair extension. Orange Rachel, eyeshadow. Orange eyeshadow. One armband, Rachel. And bootcut jeans. And Converse. And their poor, long-suffering mother <laughs> walking into high school musical the three. three at Cielo, Senior year. At senior year. At probably at like Bassett, the movie theater. <laughs> All what right, a, fucking what a time in two thousand eight. Um, High School Musical, last number. God, I was eleven. So let's wrap up the theory a little bit. By this number, people have accepted that Troy died. Uh, and by his speech, is it's him accepting he died. It's right? him it's accepting his own he acceptance. Died. His own acceptance as well. Um, and they they know that he will always be in their hearts by saying shit like, "Who says we have to let it go?" This allows Troy to actually go into the afterlife peacefully and not have to worry about the ties that he left on Earth. For they are sad that he is gone, but they are able to move on with their lives healthily. We had to live and learn to see the truth is another quote from that song. Yeah. That's the theory. That's it. That's all I have. That's, nah, that, I that's, that's canon now. That's canon. I'm never letting that go. Because it makes sense. It makes too much sense. It makes too much sense. I know you sense. found it on TikTok, but then you went and watched the movie and elaborated on your own. And the fact that you like went through and found more 
found more points more points to add to it it's it's it, what's really bugging me is that taylor vanessa scene yeah 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 where they're talking where they're talking yeah, about it and she hugs her i don't think it's a full i think it's a side hug but i don't think it's a full-on hug i mean she's a little lesbian she wouldn't give a side she wouldn't give a full-on hug with because she yeah be, but she does too, she'd but, be too afraid of being like oh no but she they for might think sure I'm gay. but she for sure does move to the other side because they're sitting she for sure stops stop smiling stop smiling There's that beat change she stops smiling she goes i'm so sorry and hugs her and walks across to the other side of the to bed hug to hug her and then her mom comes into the room yeah that's a lot that's a lot that's too much that's too much that's too much but yeah that's canon uh that's a, that's a theory how do you feel about that rachel i'm flabbergasted are you gonna tell this to people at work now? i am going to tell people at work like literally i work <laughs> i work at eight in the morning on friday and my poor friend alex is gonna ha- <laughs> she's gonna be undoing chuck with me because she has the same shift i do and oh, i'm gonna no. be like alex can i tell you the theory about how in high school musical three choi has been dead the entire time and she's gonna be like yeah what are you fucking talking <laughs> about and i'll be like well well let's dive in go. alex cracks knuckles opens a new fresh box all righty so that's grab back podcast i don't know how to end this episode that's grab bag podcast that is grab bag podcast <laughs> um, um let us know what you think about the theory send us an email send us an email watch high school musical three and tell watch us any more things that See if really i missed miss. anything yeah. because or if you disagree with me at some points which is perfectly fine, fine. to deal. okay um our instagram's grab bag pod our twitter's grab bag podcast i'm ray robbins riley's theater geek 244 our email is grab bag pod rr at gmail.com i can't see this far away uh <laughs> Our website is grabbagpodrr.wixsite.com slash my site. Send us an email. Tell us what you think or tweet us or anything. Um, shit. Yeah. Shit. My uh, knee is locking up. My knees have been locking up. I went to ballet today and my knees having a fun time. Also, Riley's wearing the shirt that Sydney wants to burn. Oh, I am wearing the shirt that Sydney wants to burn. stupid and ugly. Hey. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hand-me-down from me, too, which is even worse. hand-me-down from you. Um, so you chose this. I did it. Mom, mom chose it for me out of the adult section at Kohl's when I was a chubby 13-year-old. My mom just used to dress me out of the adult section at Kohl's because she didn't want to find bigger sizes in the teen section. All right. That's, what other fat kid it. was traumatized like that, I wonder? All right. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye.